Hello folks and welcome to Friendship Feed, a production of iHeartRadio and Freeline Media. I'm Ryan Muhammad and in this episode, we are going on a podcast throwback. It's not the usual episode but rather the Top Gear hosts sitting to become the real DJs. Enjoy this so-called a classic throwback episode. BBC Southern Counties Radio, the new sound of Sussex. Right. Um, is that Hello. it? Is that your intro? Uh, Can I just say good afternoon? This is still BBC Southern Counties Radio, and if you're a little bit bewildered, um, we are not the usual hosts. Ordinarily, if you're listening in Sussex, you'd have Richard at this time. In Surrey, it would be Mark. Uh, instead of which, you have Jeremy, James and Richard. Uh, we are the guys from BBC's Top Gear on the telly. Kind of sitting in this afternoon. Yeah, we are. We, uh, we had a bit of an argument the other day, and we thought that we might be able to do a drive-time show better than people who normally do drive tie shows my start was poor I, uh, it wasn't mm. it wasn't mm. as good as perhaps it might have been no um, i've already realized how difficult it is with only two hours and what is that 54 minutes to go God. can i also say something as the three of us i have done some radio in the past and have you i'm supposed to know how it all works in here but um to be brutally honest i'm struggling however our lines will be open throughout the three hours yeah. um, and oh do you know what you can hear that noise yeah yeah that's all the travel people what Laughing You've at left us. the yeah. microphone open. Yeah. You forgot That's what to I mean. shut their microphone. It's going to be what you're going to have is a lot of sort of freestyle creative radio one going on. To push. Yes, I know I'm... what I'm doing. I worked on Radio Cumbria. If you're listening and you'd like to call us on 08459 usual number 08459 maybe you'd like to talk to us about cars. Um, I suspect that's a subject that's going to be coming up uh, more than once between now and seven o'clock. In fact, Jeremy, you're going to talk about cars right now. Well, sort of, yes. I've been looking at the, uh, the front of the Brighton Argos, which is a newspaper, and the story begins, parents using four-wheel drive vehicles to bully their way through the school-run traffic have been blamed for massive carbon dioxide emissions. Which, I have to say, sounds awfully far-fetched. Um, apparently the story is that figures show that West Sussex is the seventh worst county in Britain for buying green cars. Um, and this, according to the paper, causes pollution far higher than the national average. It's actually only 2.7% higher, but nevertheless, they built it into a huge story. Uh, and I think we've been joined on the line now by uh, Lewis MP Norman Baker, who is inevitably is a Liberal Democrat. Is he with us, Richard? Do you have uh, yes, Norman up? is with us now. Hello, Norman. Norman. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Good, I'm Jeremy. Now, this all sounds terrible. What's the problem with four-wheel drive cars? Well, I guess it's a problem with vehicles which um, are unsuited for the terrain in which they're operating. And, Jeremy, you'll know that uh, better than most. After all, you're on record as saying, I do have to say that drivers of these things in cities must be clinically insane. Couldn't um, agree more. They are absolutely clinically insane. But I'm assuming that people who have four-wheel drive cars in cities don't only exist in cities in them and that they do occasionally drive them into the countryside. Well, and no one's, no one's objecting, at least I'm not objecting, to people using uh, four-wheel drives for, when, for the purpose of which they're designed, which is... Uh, off-road and in country conditions, but 62% uh, of uh, 4x4 drivers never ever leave the road. Most of them um, seem to use a 4x4 as a kind of status symbol to get around towns, um, perhaps because they feel it's safer for them, perhaps because they 
thing is to say it's a symbol, but either way, the only time they go off roads is when they mount the pavement. Yeah, well, you do you say that, but there's another story I was reading in the paper today about uh, councils trying to get people to shop people who are driving their 4x4s through uh, on uh, highways and byways out in the countryside. So these poor people can't win. Now let's move on to the environment, if I may. Uh, just on the, what's the problem with the carbon dioxide emissions for them? Well, that's, that's, um, that's the argument story you're quoting. But in general terms, it seems to me that if, if a vehicle, the, the cleaner a vehicle is, the less you have to pay to drive it. And correspondingly, if, if it's a very polluting view, you pay more. But do you um, know how much, what percentage of uh, carbon dioxide produced by the Earth is produced by man? I'm not off the top of my head, no. Three, Are you going to tell 3%, me? 3%, yeah, 3%. So 97% comes from nature, 3% by man. So when you read stuff like, you know, massive carbon dioxide and Liberal Democrats are forever telling us that there's huge man-made impact on the environment, it's actually a very small amount, really. Well, I, I hope you're not disputing uh, what uh, the, the world scientists in, in unison some of them. say about climate some change. Of them. Some of them. No, no, climate change is happening. No, no, I think everybody's agreed on that. Yeah. It's what's causing it. Well, absolutely, but carbon emissions have doubled since the Industrial Revolution. No, uh, no, no, they haven't. The... No, 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 they haven't. Carbon, no, they haven't. All right. Man's contribution has doubled. Oh. It's gone up to 3%. The, 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 contrib the, 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 the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere has doubled uh, since 1760. So, and, and that's got to be down to what we're doing as a human race, isn't it? Yeah, well, undoubtedly, we're all to blame, and I must go and commit suicide straight away. <laughs> Richard, no, don't, don't do that, to no. stop talking to you now. <laughs> Norman Baker, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Norman. Yeah, Jeremy, it's it's quite a nice world we've entered here, and, what? and we might try and keep I it just there. offered to commit suicide. <laughs> if you're How listening, nice is that? wherever you're listening across the two and a half counties, uh, 08459-5700. Is it three West and a half Sussex, or two and a half? East Sussex, North East Hampshire and Surrey. I'm dreadfully sorry if I missed you out. Give us a call, 08459 Maybe you'd like to have your say on anything that Jeremy just said. I suspect you might. I hope it's not too boring and serious, though. Meanwhile, um, James has been elected to be in charge of the music. What yes, well, well you welcome pop pickers, listeners, etc. It was quite confusing because I was hoping we'd have Wang Chung dance all days. But um, I think we've got Thin Lizzy, the boys are bar, according to this. Yes, again. Uh, the boys are back in town. This time I'm going to play the whole thing. I used it as kind of an intro. You pressed the wrong button because you're a blithering idiot. I, I'm slightly the less The trick again. is to talk over the intro until they start talking, which is now. No, it's not. You've got it wrong. You're a rank amateur. No. no, it's not, Jeremy. This is Here Jeremy Clarkson over reaching himself. Nope, you're listening to BBC Southern Counties Radio. Richard, Jeremy and James with you till 7. Uh, Thin Lizzy there with the boys are back in town and it's now 4.16 time for the news headlines read by James May. Hello, yes, this is James May on BBC Southern Counties Radio. Uh, the Home Secretary, Charles Clark, says he won't resign over his department's failure to check whether a thousand foreign criminals should have been deported on release from prison. Well, obviously they should. Fool. Downing Street has given its support to the Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott after revelations that he'd had an affair with a secretary. So it's obviously OK. You have the Labour Party's blessing to go and have one yourself. The former Labour leader, Lord Kinnock, has been banned from driving for six months for speeding. The summary. Now, this is the weather summary. Warm with sunny spells today, local mispatches overnight, and Peter in Tadworth is rang to say it's great to hear you on the air, and he wants to know when you're going to road test the new Jaguar XK. We're going to do that. We are. we are. I've already done it, actually. We'll be showing that in a couple of weeks. Now, Can uh, I time... just say, thank you, James May, the one thing we were told not to mess about with uh, the news there, and I think successfully... I read the that. news. You yeah. did that. Well done. And Jeremy's going to do the travel, so I'm... BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel.
It's not actually travel as such. Uh, what I've got, though, is a revolution in the way that traffic news is brought to you. Because instead of telling you where the traffic jams are, I am going to give you the registration number of the car that has caused them. Uh, what I've done here is I've fixed up uh, a link between the Highways Agency's uh, headquarters in Godston in Surrey so I can see all the traffic cameras from all the motorways in the region. Now what's happening is we've got an outside broadcast truck um, at Godston. It's firing its signal up to a satellite 22,000 miles in space back down to White City in London. They're filing down to a switching station in Tunbridge Wells and here we are in the studio looking and I, if I can swing the camera around now we can get it off the main pictures. I can even really zoom is. in. I know, look. There's Alison. Hello She's, Alison. Hello Alison. Hi Jeremy. Hi, Hi there. Hi, so you can now hello. zoom in on that picture there. I'm sorry if you're, you're obviously listening to this on the radio, but you'll be able to see this on TV eventually. If we can zoom in on this picture here, and you can zoom in, and we can actually see. So if we can get our cameraman now to zoom in onto the pic, not there, you stupid man, onto the picture there, the Alison's picture. Now, can you zoom in? There we are. So now we can start to see some people driving in the middle lane. For example, there's a man there in an Audi TT. Unwise choice of car, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, he's got the roof down. He's in his middle age. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, no, middle-aged drivers should not have convertibles. There's a motorcyclist. Ah, oh, it's gone. I just touched the screen and the motorcyclist appeared to fall over. Can we just zoom out there? This is marvellous news. I, if we could see where I'm actually looking there, that would be very helpful. This is, this is a great help to the uh, drivers of the Southern well, No, no, but the next time we do a tra traffic bulletin, I'm going to be able to actually see the traffic jam. We can see who's caused the accident. I can give you the injuries they've suffered. I can give you damage to the car, their registration plate, and everything. So what you've done, genius that you are, Jeremy, is bring pictures to a radio station. Well done. And Alison, you'll be there, won't you? So presumably when Jeremy doesn't know where it is, you'll be able to tell us, will you? I will indeed, yeah, yes. Marvellous. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Is there anything we do need to know right now, or is it fairly quiet anyway? A couple of um, incidents on minor routes. Do you want me to tell you about those? Uh, you may as well, while you're here, why couple not? In, couple in uh, Sussex, in Battle, we've got the A271 partially blocked by an accident. That's North Trade Road, and it's just around the High Street and West End. And also in Ashburnham Place in East Sussex, we've got the A2. Uh, 71 also uh, blocked there by another accident uh, just between Freckley Hollow and the A269. Thank you very much indeed. We'll talk to you in about 15 minutes. Stay ahead of the traffic with BBC Southern Counties Radio. If you have just joined us, sorry, uh, it's 20 past four. Uh, you are still listening to BBC Southern Counties Radio. We've got Richard, James and Jeremy, uh, we are the guys from Top Gear, sitting in for Richard or Mark that you'd ordinarily be listening to right now. And uh, I, th I feel it's gone well so far, guys. I feel it's been a huge I success. don't think it has. We're, th no, I... we're three minutes over already. Well, let's hide behind this just Facing for a minute. Facing the morning together. He's live at the scene now. Good morning, Neil. Can you just describe what, what's going on at the, the moment? People living in Sussex and the southeast are getting the message about saving water. There's going to be cloud and rain spreading from the north. Right? Neil Pringle and Joe Rickards. Tracy Bowers and her family come to Bognor Regis Resort. 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 15 yeah. years in local radio. Can't you get Ladies and gentlemen, I apologise. What I'm watching here is Richard Hammond. Sliding things about, and pushing buttons, gay abandon, and making a complete just I was just testing that the record was there for, for later on. Um, and I was supposed to play something else there, but it's gone. 
It's very confusing, these computers. Well, it's also bad news because it's the sport next and we're not going to be able to do that, are we? Let's face it. Uh, no. Uh, John is on the line from Storrington. Hello, John. Nick, Nick from Horsham. Hello, Mick. <laughs> Where's my callers gone? Don't let me down now. I'm told I've got callers here. Hello, where are you? We've got John and Nick. John and Mick. That's fantastic. I'm enjoying Thank this you so immensely. Much. We've got a man coming in to hit something with a big spanner. Would you sort that out for me, please? That one there. Hello, John. In four before. Hello there. Hi, John. Hello. It's Jeremy here. Hello, Jeremy. Ah, oh, the professional. What are you calling about? Well, the old little old MP from Lewis always infuriates me every time he opens his mouth, I'm afraid. Why is that? Well, he never defines what a 4x4 four four is. It's a good point. I mean, a Fiat Panda is a 4x4. Four four. I don't think anybody well, would... You know, I run a Range Rover. Mm-hmm. Um, proud to. He's mm-hmm. off-road, towing caravans, horse boxes and whatever. I run it on gas, so it's good for the environment and my pocket. Mm-hmm. But my wife has got a V70R all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So, what does, does that mean? My wife has to for driving a four-wheel drive estate car, or I'm drive, for driving a Range Rover. Yeah, I'm afraid you both, uh, according to the local MP, you both got to commit suicide. There's nothing wrong. I mean, what you're doing is you're supporting local industry there, aren't you? You've got a Range Rover. Well, not local, but it's British at least. Well, uh, yes. Volvo's a good car. Yeah. yeah. And well, you know what? The amount of difference, I think, that you're making really to the planet is so infinitesimal. Just well, because two wheels more are being driven. James, what do you think of that? No, I think you're absolutely right. And if people want to get worked up about something and help the planet, they should go out and make some soup for poor people and stop banging on about what sort of cars well, people I, drive. I, I happen, unfortunately, also to be one of one of your other co-presenters' favourite people, because I also tow a very large caravan. Ah! Ah! Lorry. Oh, dear. John, well, you, it was going quite well, and do you know mm. what? I've got the button. I know which button it is now. <laughs> Bye. Hi, Nick. How are no, you? I was sorry, John. If you're still listening to this, I'd just like to say thank you very much for calling. It was lovely talking to you. Now, Nick, hello. It's yeah, Mick, I believe. Hello. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. Yeah, I'm, I must admit, I'm a Range Rover owner as well. Has everybody, in, has everybody in this part of the country got a Range Rover? It'd be nice to talk to no, someone I'm who just, hasn't. I'm just about to trade it in for a new Touareg. Volkswagen Touareg. Touareg. Mm. The Volkswagen Touareg. You're not going to go for the big diesel engine, are you? 6V6 diesel, yeah. Oh, V6, that's all right. I thought you were going to say the V10, the way to come no, around no, to your no, house no, and no, set no. fire to it. Good God, no. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't but, you tow well, a tree with one of those? Sorry? Yes, no, I did. I uprooted an enormous tree using a Volkswagen tow rag, and it really? pulled the entire underside off, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. But my, my argument is that the, the legalities of towing trailers, um, naming an Ivor Williams, it's plated at three and a half tonne, you're limited to what you can use. You are. I mean, there's a, the, the, with that limit, I remember the other day my wife coming back in a, we had a Toyota Land Cruiser. She came back with an enormous amount of stuff from the garden centre and she would have actually needed an HGV licence to have technically driven it because it was full of so much stuff. That's right. Yeah, it's a tricky yeah. one. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for calling. Okay. Uh, and I believe, Richard, you have more pieces of paper being put in front of you than you can shake a stick at. I don't know. It's moved now. It's in front of you, Jeremy. What oh, no. What say? we've got here is I'd a like travel flash, it. actually. Uh, my thanks to Janice. Uh, she tells us that in Dorking High Street, a caravan has come adrift of the car blocking one lane. The police are in attendance. Police, are you armed? I hope they are. They could take it out and just shoot the drivers because, frankly, if your caravans come off, how embarrassing is that? I don't know what's worse. Still having it attached 
Or having it come off and... Well, no, because now everybody, you're going to be holding up the whole of Dorking High Street. You'd feel a bit of a Nelly, wouldn't you, really, with your... um, And your chemical toilets all down the high street. Oh, your Sanilav, yeah, all emptied. Not good. It's 25 minutes past four. Nothing's gone wrong for a good four minutes, so I think we could be on a roll here. Absolutely. Now, many people were writing Michael Schumacher off. I hadn't won a Grand Prix since the middle of last year, and that was a bit of a fluke. Um, But his performance in the San Marino Formula One race at the weekend has caused people to sit up as he won ahead of reigning world drivers champion Fernando Alonso. John Lees is with me. John, hi. Um, Michael Schumacher, he's not a back number, is he? You have to say. I've, I'm, I think he's the greatest racing driver that ever lived, personally. Mm. He uh, just needs the machine, isn't that right? And Ferrari perhaps have got it right at last. What year. Michael Schumacher, I think, does incredibly well is perform in adversity. I was once told by his uh, the man who talks to him on the radio, John Barnard, uh, not John Barnard, Ross Braun, that most drivers, when you talk to them, are going, <laughs> concentrating so hard on just driving the car. You talk to Michael Schumacher, he's going, now listen, could you get the jet ready at five, and I'm going to need those beige trousers yeah. ironing. He's just thinking about his evening and going home. They're driving the car to him, and he loves the adversity because it means you can concentrate. If things aren't going quite so well, like he's in Italy, he's got a win there. Brilliant driver. The question is, is it going to be this year that he's going to pack up, or, or will he have another year? I mean, he, he's going to go out on a high, don't you feel? He's not going to let it sort of limp away. It would be very sad if he were to be touring around at the back in five or six years' time. Mm. I think it would be very sad to see him all wrinkled and wetting himself and so on. That would be (laughs) very embarrassing. But... um, so I'd like to see him have one more t- really great year. Yeah, 85 wins. It's fantastic. Oh, I know, more than anybody. Now more yeah. pole positions than anybody as well, you know, which, of course, he achieved at San Marino, the very place beating out in Senna where, of course, Atten was killed. Yeah. So. Um, but, I mean, Boris Becker is the German we like. Everyone likes Boris Becker. Yeah. Michael Schumacher hasn't quite got that reputation here. No, you know, the, the problem, you know, I met him a couple of times, and the, the first time I met him, he just started driving for Benetton, and he was the most arrogant, bombastic, sort of, you can see his head sticking Are out. Are you describing yourself? You got on like yeah, a hat on Friday. We got on very well. There you go, that's my game. two men shouting at each other. Yeah, no, it was, it was almost like a, bat- a First World War battle. I mean, it really did, I really thought, God, we're awful. Um, that, but now, he seems to have relaxed into himself. Mm. He's absolutely charming, and he's funny, and he's urbane, and he, you know, he speaks great English, which always helps, mm. the, the humour and so on. And uh, I like him a lot. Good. And we want a challenge for the, for the whole title, don't we? It, be great. Procession. Be great. it has been a procession in most recent years, either with him or somebody take else. another good three to four seconds of talk about <laughs> Formula One, but I'm not going to. So I'm going to play the record I played earlier on by accident, The Drifters. <laughs> As a drifter, more than a woman, and it's gone down really it's well. It's not more than a woman. It's here more than a number in my well. little red book. It's one of the top ten worst songs ever written. You really didn't can, enjoy it, did no, you? No, can I just say my... So much, mate. Can I just say... Ears. Do you mind? You're hurting my ears. Don't share. Really. I don't care. My pictures are working. I'm able to report to you now, ladies and gentlemen, that Junction 12, anti-clockwise, on the M25 is grinding to a halt. I've also just seen a uh, a Land Rover Discovery driving rather stupidly up the uh, slip road there, nearly taking the nose off a Suzuki Jeep. If you're in either of those cars, we'd love to hear from you on 
08459 Yes. And also, you and the big blue lorry. Can we zoom in on that one? Can you just close that gap? You're holding everybody up. The latest headlines of BBC Southern Counties Radio. The Home Secretary, Charles Clark, has refused to resign over his department's failure to check whether a 1,000 foreign criminals should have been deported on release from prison. The Conservatives have said his position this evening is untenable. The former Labour leader, Lord Kinnock, has been banned from driving for six months for speeding. He admitted two charges of breaking the limit on the M4 when he appeared before magistrates in Abergavenny today. The office in Brighton where big issue vendors pick up their magazines is to close from this weekend. The lease has run out in the building and so vans will now be used to distribute them to locations around the county. And Downing Street has given its support to the Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott after revelations he had an affair with the Secretary. The Prime Minister's official spokesman said Mr Prescott was a real benefit to the people and the government. You're up to date with the news on BBC Southern Counties Radio. I'm Pete Wilson. Well, as you heard from Jeremy, the M25 anti-clockwise through 12 at the M3 is starting to get a little bit congested. As usual, I have to say, it's pretty much a hot spot there. On our local routes, uh, we heard also from Janice, who gave us a message about problems in Dorking with uh, a caravan that's uh, gone loose on the high street. We've got an accident in battle on the A271. That's North Trade Road. It's both ways between the High Street and West End. It's partially blocked there. Also in Ashburnham Place as well. The A271 both ways between Freckley Hollow and the A269 is a bit of a problem blocked there by an accident. We've got Transco work around Red Hill on the A217 Rygate Hill. That's causing a few queues if you're heading southbound from the M25. And East Grinstead is looking a little bit slow too on the A22. That's the London Road heading northbound around Moat Road. Public transport, those got a clean bill of health. And don't forget to update us. 08459570057 is the number. I'm Alison Mead, BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Thank you very much, Alison. And now, of course, we have Jeremy's own supplementary travel. Absolutely. Alison, are you able to zoom in on any offending drivers out down there for me? I can't actually get any closer. I've zoomed in as far as I can, Jeremy. Well, it's OK. That'll do. We'll get our cameraman to zoom in on that picture, and I'll see if I can bring you information. Where are we here? This is Thorpe Park uh, on the M25. Somebody's driving a smart car on the outside lane. I have to say that's very, very brave. Now, who's this exact for coming down in the Volkswagen van? Now, you're leaving a 200-yard gap there. Now, close up. And your tailgate's open. Have you finished? No, no, no. How much did this satellite link cost? I don't know, but we should... If, are you able to swing the camera around to the right, Alison? Yeah, I'll try Can you best. do that? Because it would be quite nice to see if we can see what's actually causing this jam. Right. Oh, this is marvellous. Somebody there in a BMW X3, plainly mad, shouldn't have a driving licence. Pictures of the barrier there. There's, that's just, that's <laughs> the grass verge where lorry drivers throw bodies. That's oh, look at that. Now, that's an Alpha 159. Can we zoom in on the man? It's a woman. Well, <laughs> you see, this is great. I'm now looking. Are, are you listening to this? Have you got red hair? You're driving a blue Alfa Romeo. Please be listening. Could you wave to us if you are? That would just be brilliant. <laughs> no, she's, she's not one of our listeners. I think oh, she's no. listening to Radio 1 in there. Should we move on? She's probably yeah. the only one that isn't. That would have been brilliant. It would, actually, if we could have got her to wave. Alison, thank oh, there's somebody in a hand. I get it off. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, thank you very much indeed. We'll have more of Jeremy's um, alternative travel shortly.
Yeah, it's supposed to be weather happening right now, but it's not going to, I think. I'll, I'll tell you what the weather is. For so long, the weather's gone. The weather's fine. The weather, it's a beautiful sunny afternoon, light cloud, uh, going dark about 8 o'clock. Really? You're sure of that? Okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, well, we'll do sport instead. BBC Southern Counties Radio Sport. With John Lees, slow going by the Sussex Cricketers against Hampshire at the Rose Bowl. They've reached 152 for seven off 72 overs by tee. Opener Carl Hopkinson led the way with 45. Chris Adams, the skipper, was out for 64. Surrey have been a little more enterprising in their second division match against Leicestershire at Grace Road. At tee, they were 207 for two off 73 overs. Mark Ramprakash, last year's captain, is 88 not out. With him, this year's captain, Mark uh, Butcher, on 43. John Batty was out for 54. The former Arsenal striker, Paul Merson, says that he believes that if Arsenal fail to qualify for the Champions League next season, then Thierry Henry will leave the club. Arsenal's hopes of sealing the crucial fourth place in the Premiership were damaged after they drew with Spurs last weekend, but they would still qualify for next year's Champions League should they win the European Cup. Cup final on May the 17th, a result that Merson believes could determine Henri's decision. Thierry Henri's best player. You've left a big pause the best there. player in the world yeah. on his day, and he needs Champion League football. There's no question about that. He don't need to be playing in the UEFA Cup next season. You know, I, I hope to see him play for Arsenal. One, because the main reason, because he's in the Premiership. You know, and all the kids in this country can watch him play constantly. And that's, that's the main thing. You want the best players in the world in this league. AC Milan 1-0 from the first leg in the San Siro. Here at home, there's a rehearsal of the FA Cup final with West Ham meeting Liverpool at Upton Park in the Premiership. The Albion Reserves take on Wickham Wanderers at Worthing. In the Sussex County League, Crowborough take on Shoreham in the First Division. And in the second, it's Wealdon against Broadbridge Heath. Scotland's Graham Dot was the first man through to the semi-finals of the World Snooker Championships. 10-6 up overnight. He was taken all the way by the Australian Neil Robertson before winning 13-12. Defending champion Sean Murphy is continuing to eat away at Peter Ebden's advantage. Murphy began the day 7-1 down, but has recovered a little to trail 10-6. Ronnie O'Sullivan leads Mark Williams 7-4. Ken Doherty and Marco Fu are level at nine frames all. BBC Southern Counties Radio Sport, I'm John Lees. Yeah, I think that means he's finished. Southern Counties Radio, the new sound of Sussex. Uh, we're going to take a call. Oh, there was a bit of a treat, by the way, guys, uh, because I, I had some jingles made up. Can I try one out for yeah. you? Yeah. Okay, this is it. Yeah, uh, let's do uh, this one. Two, four, six, eight, James May. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It's rubbish. That's a jingle, is it? Yeah, it drops off. Two, four, head. six, eight, James May. What was the next bit? It goes, James May, and sort of, it drops off. A, well, we didn't know what to put at the end. How doesn't do scan, James, does that's it? That's your first jingle. You wanted to do a radio show, you're doing one. You've got a jingle. It's marvellous. It's thrilling. You're not impressed. Did you no, say? No, I am. I thought it was great. I can do this one. There's only one radio show. Yeah. And it's Oh. 
I didn't even understand that. Uh, we are the guys from Top These Gear are appalling. Jeremy thinks it's easy to do a radio programme. Can, uh, yes? can I ask a technical question? Yes. I've got myself twice in my headphones, so I sound like a, a Darth Vader. A man came in and pressed a button, and uh, well, he's I don't know what's it. happened there. That's not our fault. You're not going to talk about your satellite travel again, are you, Jeremy? Please. I'd just like to say the M25 is flowing freely on the bit that I'm looking at it, so if you're going there, you're OK. Maureen. Hello. Hello. Maureen's on the line from Midhurst. Is that right? Well, I'm travelling back from Midhurst from work to are you, home. You're in, in the car. Are you, uh, on a, yeah. are you on a hands-free malarkey, obviously? I'm on hands-free, but I've actually stopped as well. Wow, that's like belt and braces. Medicine. You can tell it's hands-free. It's not working properly. Yeah, <laughs> hands-free is just another way of saying broken. I'm wondering Listen, where you are. I paid a lot of money for this. Well, hands-free... I'd take yeah. it back to the shop if I were you. <laughs> I'd do what one of our guys did. He blue-tacked his telephone to the dashboard and put it on speakerphone and shouted at it. Yeah. It worked. Where are you? Will we see you on our satellite links? I wonder if Jeremy can... Where are you? Oh, exactly? my God. Well, I've just turned uh, onto the, off the 272 onto the road that goes Oh, that's from... boring. I've got a No, 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 no. Two, what, it's not boring. You... I know the 272. 272 is one of the worst roads in the whole of the world. And no, I've, gone, uh, I've gone to Petworth, and I'm now turned on to... It might be the 286, the one oh. that goes... Oh, the 286, that goes up past our track. Well, I know exactly well. where you are. You're very near where our old colleague Tiffany Dell used to live, and it's a good job you're not there on the screen that I'm looking at, because that's very trafficy. Maureen, oh, tell right. me you didn't ring in to talk road numbers because it's so no, boring. What listen, did you ring in for? I rang in to say that I'd skived off work early because I heard this morning there was going to be this fantastic surprise. And um, obviously Wow, we can't wait for that. What is it? Is somebody coming in naked or something? <laughs> so, Maureen, can I just get your full name? You're Maureen... It's, well, am I allowed to say that on the air? It's Maureen Sanchez. And Maureen Sanchez. And, and and where do you work? I work um, for... Uh, I'm area manager for a home care company. In oh, so if anybody wants any home care this afternoon, they've had it. Maureen, you... well... <laughs> Maureen, I'm no, just trying all... to get to the bottom. Did you have anything you wanted to ring and chat about? Did you yeah, want to talk just... about... Yeah. Yeah, just what to say, it? it was well worth skiving off work. Hey. Thank you. I'm enjoying the banter. It's slick, isn't it? I think we're <laughs> good. I think we're good. Maureen, thank you very much indeed. Adam. Thank you, Maureen. You called in. Adam from West Sussex. Yeah, hello there. Hello there, mate. Hi, Adam. Hello, Jeremy. Yeah, hello. Hello, yes. Hello, hello. Who are we talking to? Uh, well, you've got James, Richard and Jeremy, and we're talking to you, Adam. Do you want us all to wear badges? That might be nice. No, no, come on, Adam. What, what have you called call for, about? mate? Right. Well, I understand you wanted to speak to somebody that um, that hasn't got a Range Rover. Yeah, that'll yes. be you. Yep, it is indeed. I possess a Mark III Toyota Hilux. Way! Oh, yes. <laughs> Mind you, Mark III. That's what a man. Oh, yep. Why don't you have an accident in it? It won't hurt. Uh, I have. I, 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 well, I have, I have had three, and I've written three vehicles off with it. Well, that's unbelievable, because the Taliban taxi is the toughest thing I've ever driven. Hang on, you've written <laughs> off three other vehicles, or you've written off three Highlands? Yeah, no, I've written, I've written off three other vehicles. Oh, you just sort of drive around deliberately crashing into people, well, then? Yeah, not, 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 <laughs> not exactly, no. But, um, but no, the several points I want to raise is, is I, I live in a, in, a, in a very rural area, yep. and uh, I find it extremely frustrating when... Um, I've got to be extremely careful here. That when you see uh, women driving four-wheel oh, drives, uh, now that's you now see, you now see now, that, now what you're doing there is the usual stereotyping nonsense. My wife drives our 12-seater Land Rover station wagon and is better at parking than anybody I've ever seen. And I just don't get that. 
I don't get that women can't drive. Well, well we, did, true. we didn't quite let him finish. He says he doesn't like seeing women drivers in foot. He might have been, we might have been say, in say, clothes. I don't like to see women driving yeah. in clothes. You That's what he was about to say. There, what was it going to be? Well, no, it, that was I mean, it. Hello? Hello, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's, I mean, I... I drive. I, I mean, I work in in, uh, in a lot of rural areas, and I find it um, very, like I say, very, very frustrating. Because uh, I mean, like I say, I've got to be very, very careful because so many of them, they they seem to they expect you to move for them. Well, you keep crashing into them by the sound. <laughs> yes. You've written three vehicles off. I'm going to no, get a bigger vehicle. No, yeah, but they weren't my fault. That wasn't my no, well, fault. No, mm. it never is, mate. But uh, no, it is. You know, it wasn't. But. Um, but the other thing, the other the other point being is that I, I mean I use my vehicle for exactly what it is designed for. I mean I I I bump sort of fencing all down through fields. I I extract logs. I and I and you just had to pay. You've had your uh, your tax uh, disc go up by eighty pounds now because yeah, you've got a Chelsea yeah, tractor. Yeah, I know it's amazing. And isn't it? I mean it's 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 classified as an estate vehicle because I. Um, because I mean that that is that, this is where I use it and and for I mean it, it gets I mean it probably gets cleaned twice a year. Adam, I don't want to keep you on the line in case you have another crash. And if you're going along, <laughs> you probably will. So Adam, thank you very much. Adam in West Sussex, little bit disgruntled with everybody. Steve in Brighton. Hello, Steve. Oh, hello, mate. Are you in a better mood? No. Well, oh, yes and no. Yes, right. yes and no. Yes and no. Um, I mean, you got all these people. You, you got all everyone having a go at you because of the environment and all this. Now, um, I use, I've used public transport all my life. I've never had a car. I've never actually to afford a car. I can honestly say I hate it. I would get well, you a car... hated public transport? Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> <laughs> I, would get a, I would get a car tomorrow if I could. You, if you get a bus, you're full up with yobbos yeah. who abuse you. Yeah. If you get a train, they're never on time. They're always over And they're full of yobbos and drunks. Yeah, a man stuck using public transport and not desperately pleased with it. Steve, thank you very much indeed for calling in. You're welcome to do the same. 08459 It's 16 minutes to five. We should be doing the headlines soon, but we can just squeeze... Yeah, we just got one here as a text in from Sophie in Guildford. She says programmes like Top Gear effectively promote fast cars which are responsible for so many deaths and accidents. Bring back Richard and Mark. Who? Never oh, heard of the them. Ones, oh, they're usually on this programme. Oh, Richard oh, and Mark. I oh, they're on, well, I'm Richard sure we does. aren't as good. I do apologise, Sophie and Guildford. Um, Richard does Sussex, Mark does Surrey. Oh, we I see. don't encourage it because we have a racetrack. We don't do our fast driving on the road. Well, we do a bit of fast driving on the road. Not, not very fast. Oh, yeah, no, we, got, we only ever go in the speed limit. Let's have some music. James, you're in charge. You yes. Have, I've got a selection. No, of no, no, don't tell me. As promised earlier, it is Wang Chung and Dance Hall Days. Oh, you sprung that on me, rather. Do you want to do that again, James? As promised earlier, it's Wang Chung and Dance Hall Days. Maybe just once more for me, mate. Just play something else. Oh, oh. oh it's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's no idea. Yeah, you see. <laughs> um, I'd just like to apologise. We'll keep trying. Hello, lovely people of the Southern Counties, whichever ones those are. This is James May of Top Gear, standing in for the bloke who normally does this, and indeed the other two, Jeremy and Richard, who have walked out of the room and gone to the lavatory because they think that's terribly funny, leaving me on my own. It doesn't matter, here is the news. The Tories say the Home Secretary, Charles Clark, should resign after he released more than a 1,000 foreign prisoners instead of deporting them. 
or indeed just leaving them in the clang where they belonged. Uh, big issue sellers in Brighton will get their magazines delivered to them from this weekend because the office in the centre of the city is to close down. I don't know why they're having them delivered. I thought they were supposed to sell them. Anyway, Downing Street is backing the Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott after it was revealed that he had an affair with one of his secretaries. Not the Home Secretary, Charles Clark, who's the bloke who's supposed to be in the clangor. Um, his personal secretary, I believe. Uh, the weather, warm. You knew that because you looked out of the window. We would like you to phone in with some interesting stuff about cars or Top Gear or how rubbish we are on the radio, in fact. The number is 08459 70057 or you can text us 07786 207070 which I'm supposed to read as 07786 207070 but please don't do that the whole reason that Alexander Graham Bell developed the telephone was so that we could talk to each other not write to each other right let's have a look at what's next on this running order it's BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel well, we've got one or two things on the go for you on our local routes. In Rye, there's some very slow traffic on the A259. That's eastbound between the A268 and the Rye Road. Reports are long delays there. Over into Battle, there's an accident on the A271 North Trade Road. That's affecting both directions between the High Street and West End. It's partially blocking both sides of the carriageway there. The accident in uh, Ashburnham Place has cleared, but we've also got some uh, slow traffic now in and around East Grinstead on the A22 London Road northbound uh, around Moat Road. Also along Brooklands Way at Railway, Railway Approach is looking rather slow. Taking a quick look at the N25, generally speaking, not too bad, but we've got our usual hotspot anti-clockwise through 13 and 12. That's uh, staying down to the M3, all looking pretty slow there right now. As for public transport, that's uh, got a clean bill of health. And you can update us if you spot anything out there. 0845957057. I'm Alison Mead, BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Alison, and we have Jeremy's supplementary travel. Uh, we do indeed, just to let you know that the M25 at Leatherhead Junction 9 flowing absolutely beautifully in both directions. And that's as a result of the newfangled traffic thing that I'm doing. Nobody dare <laughs> do anything wrong. I'd just like to say, though, why do we bother building four lanes? Look at that. Nobody on the inside two lanes and a single person. It's pathetic. We've had a phone call from Stefan Hailsham. Hi, guys. Real pleasure to have you on the radio. You sound like three naughty schoolboys. Well, we are. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. about it. You've got to of the traffic with BBC Southern Counties Radio. Oh, look at that. It's eight minutes to five. I was a bit disappointed there, James. I wanted you to cry. Mm. Don't, don't be ridiculous. Too. It's just um, reading off a bit of paper. In, um, we've got Helen on the line. Hello, Helen. Hello, Richard. Hello. I don't know where you're calling from. I'm calling from Sunny Heathfield. Where? Heathfield. Sunny Heathfield. There's a yeah. school there. Is there? there is a school there, yes. Right. Well, there's a school in most places. That's not there, there is, you're there's right. There's a famous school at Heathfield. Anyway, Heathfield do go school? on. Yeah. Right. Well, this is really important because my best mate, Pansy Potter, as we call her, is 40 today. Oh, happy birthday. Pansy. And she's been bought a brand new car. Good. Unless it was a Toyota Prius. In which case no, she has been upgraded from a very tatty Suzuki Swift, which she successfully managed to wreck in the period of six years. Mm-hmm. And she's been bought an Astra, a brand new black Astra, and she's really excited. Yeah, they're not a bad... We were just saying on the way down here today, because we were quite bored with one another's company, that the Vauxhall Astra is really not a bad-looking car. More interesting than that, is that bird song in the background? 
It is. I'm outside, yes. It's very it's nice. absolutely beautiful. Now, here we go. I'm sorry like to interrupt. Place. I'm sorry to interrupt, but we have actually... Can we zoom in on this camera here? M25, Beggar's Lane... 7A, we've got some kind of an incident. I'm not going to use the word incident. We've got a crash. Let's be honest. We've got a crash. It looks like a big one. Mm. <laughs> that is a crash. It's going to be held up there. So now you've been warm. That is very nice Tweety Bird song, Helen. Thank you very much. And happy birthday to Polly. Can you just tell oh. her that she has got to clean her car? This is the point. Clean she has wrecked car. the other one. She's got to look awesome. after it, wash it every Sunday. No. no, no, no. She must not do that. No, she you, must. No, you must not. So James no, and I you must. fundamentally disagree on that. A car is just to be designed to be used to move your face. Never waste your time cleaning it. Have a man well, clean it for you. Well, my husband gets out of the washing up every Sunday because he has to clean his car. I've always said that I want to be rich enough in life at the end of a meal to just take the four corners of the tablecloth with everything on it and put it all in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I'd just please. love to be able to do that. pleasure in cleaning cars. I love cleaning my car. Except for the jet wash. It's my habit. He likes cleaning the car. He does clean mine as well, so that's okay. James, well, you've I've, got a theory on that. Well, I've got a question, actually, for the listeners, which is if you use a jet wash, should the bonger on each cycle go off at the end of the cycle or in the middle? I think it should go off in the middle because then you know whether to speed up or slow down. See, I have no idea what you're talking about. I know you haven't. Do you sit up thinking about that a lot? Yeah, that, well, I think it is important. They all go off at the end, but if the bonger goes off at the end of the foamy brush cycle and you've only done the bonnet, you've had it. Can I just say M25 Beggar's Lane, uh, I think it's Junction 7A by the looks of things, they've put one of those matrix signs up, flashing a speed limit of, I think it's 30 or 50 miles an hour, Fog. just after the scene of the accident, which indicates some really very some people of very low IQ are running that accident scene there. Nice. Do you run an accident scene? Well, somebody's running it, aren't they? Because they're just basically... Uh, every single police car in southern Britain has driven down there at high speed, parked on the hard shoulder with flashing warning lights on. It's a good time to speed in the rest of the <laughs> southern counties. <laughs> yes, we can actually reveal that there are one, two, three, four police cars in attendance there, which means that there won't be any for hundreds and hundreds of miles. Can I invite Fern from Farnham to join in briefly with this conversation? Hello, Fern. Hey, yeah, how are you doing? Great, we're all right. How are you? Very good, thank you. What are you phoning in about? Um, basically, I'm really keen to um, become a TV presenter at some point. I'm still mm. at school, but, you know, that's not the point. And I love Top Gear, and I was wondering how you got into it. Well, well, believe it or not, Richard Hammond started out as a local radio you DJ. You wouldn't think it. You started out as a local <laughs> I'm a local journal. television um, uh, uh, reporter, and that's okay. a local newspaper reporter. And um, James started out, well, he's Well, I rang them up, essentially. Okay, that sounds yeah. good. Is yeah. that useful for you if we set your career on the right path? I think we yeah, provided definitely. a service there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And then one day it could come full circle and you could end up in a radio station doing a radio show on the telly. It all gets a bit confusing. 08459-570057 is the number, as always, to call us on BBC Southern Counties Radio. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, Jeremy, we have to start a record very yeah, soon. Yeah, no, I'll do it. I just uh, have the locations today for the mobile speed cameras. I've taken the trouble yeah. to get those. Uh, these are where they put the mobile, you know, the civil servants that sit in vans. Uh, Angmering, A27, Hammerpot, Worthing, the Boulevard, Littlehampton Road, the Marine Parade. Patching, A2, A280, Eastbourne, Lotteridge Drove, Hastings, The Ridge, Willingdon, A2270, Eastbourne Road, Battle, A271, North Trade Road, Hurst, Monceau, that's in France, stupid civil servants.
As I was saying, Hearst Monceau, A271 Hailsham Road, A308 Staines Bypass, C248 Kingston Road Staines, and the A31 Hogs Back Central Section, Guildford. Now that is public service broadcasting. We're telling you where there are civil servants in vans ready to ruin your life. That is a service we're providing for you on BBC Southern Counties Radio. Richard Hammond, Jeremy Clarkson, James May with you until 7. It's uh, very shortly time for the news. What are we doing in the next hour? Does anybody have this? I've got bits of paper, I've got... Uh, uh, we haven't done any time of your life. No, we haven't, and we need to, because that's interesting. We haven't actually done that. Wherever you're listening, have a great afternoon. We'll be with you till 7. It's time for the news at 5. It's, it's not five o'clock yet. It will be five by the time we do the news. It won't. It well, only if you continue to play this noise. This is like a news AM on FM, on digital and across the world online. This is BBC Southern Counties Radio. It's five o'clock. The top story this hour. Charles Clark says he won't quit as Home Secretary. Good evening, I'm Pete Wilson. Charles Clark is rejecting calls for him to quit after the disclosure that a 1,000 foreign criminals were released from jail instead of being deported. It's emerged that almost 300 of the prisoners have been freed since last September. That's after the government was told of the problem. The Home Secretary has twice offered to stand down, but it was rejected by the Prime Minister, who says he has full confidence in his Cabinet colleague. Both the Conservatives and the Liberal Democrats say he should go, but Charles Clark told the Commons he believed it was his duty to remain in office and put right the mistakes. It was a failure, I've acknowledged it's a failure, and it must be got right. And as part of that, apologise, the Honourable Gentleman shouts from a sedentary position. I do apologise, I have apologised, I continue to do so. The former Labour leader, Lord Kinnock, has been given a six-month driving ban after admitting two separate charges of speeding on the M4 motorway. He's been fined £800 in total. Lord Kinnock says he deserved the punishment. Well, I was guilty. I've been punished uh, because uh, I totted up 12 points. I have that in common with scores of thousands of people in our country. And what I find extraordinary, although it does generate some employment, is the amount of interest in fairly innocuous road traffic offence. The Health Secretary, Patricia Hewitt, has been heckled and jeered whilst delivering a speech to the Royal College of Nursing's annual conference in Bournemouth. She told delegates they had to be realistic about the challenges facing the NHS. Mrs Hewitt was also booed this week at the Unison conference on the same subject. One of three men wanted by police in connection with the murder of a black teenager at Sheerness in Kent has handed himself in. Police are treating the death of Christopher Annalane, who was stabbed to death on Sheerness High Street, as racially motivated. A 29-year-old white man was also stabbed. He remains in hospital. A group of elderly people who may be moved from their sheltered housing in Polgate say they're determined to stay. The residents of Taramill Place may be moved elsewhere permanently because the condition of the building isn't up to standard. Wilden District Council will meet to discuss the plans in two weeks' time, but these residents fear they will lose their community spirit if they move. I've been in my flat 22 years. And directly I came in here, I knew I was going to be happy and that's how it's gone on. We're all just a community. We actually keep our independence, helping each other. We just don't want to go. We're all very happy. They do bowls and, and a bingo and all that sort of thing. We're going to miss all this. 
The big issue office in Brighton is going mobile next week. The office, which is a pick-up point for vendors in East Sussex to collect their magazines, is shutting as the lease is up. Instead, the company plans to use vans to deliver magazines to different towns around Sussex. West Sussex isn't green enough, according to a new report. It's the seventh worst county in Britain for buying green cars and it causes higher emissions than the national average. The MP for Lewis, Norman Baker, told Jeremy Clarkson on BBC Southern Counties Radio, 4x4s in the city are unnecessary. I'm not objecting to people using uh, four-wheel drives for for the purpose of which they're designed, which is... uh off-road and in country conditions. Most of them seem to use their 4 by 4 as a kind of status symbol to get around towns. The only time they go off-road is when they mount the pavement. And the Department of Health is considering exempting actors from the smoking ban, but only during their performances. An exemption could apply in theatres and during film and TV recordings. This concern historical characters such as Winston Churchill would be rather difficult to portray if actors are not allowed to smoke on stage. You're up to date with the news on BBC Southern Counties Radio. It's four minutes past five. Hey, Jeremy, you made the news. Did you hear that? Yeah. He mentioned you in the... Yeah, no, I was mentioned. I've never been mentioned in news before ever. We've right. got weather. Uh, no, we've got travel because... Um, BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Now, if you've just joined us, you may not be aware, Richard Hammond, Jeremy Clarkson, James May from Top Gear, sort of trying to get through doing a radio programme this afternoon. And Jeremy has got an incredible system of satellite uplinks whereby he can actually see the travel as it happens and let us know exactly what is going on around the roads around your county. So, Jeremy, what have you got? The, the feed's broken. You've got nothing, have oh, you? Oh, for peace. No, no, the, the feed has gone on to some men in a room... It's You've quite a complicated enough. feed. It actually goes from the highways agency's centre yeah, and then it goes to London, then via the satellite, then Tunbridge Wells and then here. And somewhere along, it's broken. Alison, have you got any travel? Oh, come to the professional, OK? Yes, please. Right. Get me out of a hole here. <laughs> We've got a couple of pockets of slow traffic on the N25. They're both anti-clockwise. The first one is 13 down to 12. That stains down to the M3. Then we've got an accident, I'm afraid, a multi-vehicle accident just after Clackett Lane services. Now, that's halfway between 6 and 5, between Godstone and Sevenoaks. It's all on the hard shoulder, but there are quite a few emergency service vehicles there. And so everything, obviously, is all slowing down. Everyone wants to have a little look. Yeah, Alison, Alison, are you able to see who is responsible for that? Can you make out a make of car or registration plate? I can't actually get close enough, I'm afraid, but there is a lorry. There's a big white lorry. I saw that before I lost the feed. What I'm trying to do is get names and addresses of the people who are responsible for holding everyone up. It isn't the rubberneckers. As Jack V once said, if you've been held up in a traffic jam, you're entitled to have a gore put the bloke in the neck brace. You are. I may have to wash my hands of this. It's It's it's, remarkable. I don't blame the rubberneckers. It's the idiots that have crashed into each other. Okay, well, these cues, because of these idiots, then, are all the ah, way back. You got it. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the hang of it now. <laughs> idiots is the word see, we use. See, yeah, you, yeah. you're rubbing off on me. Yeah. You're making me bad. Yeah. Okay, the cues are back to Godstone right now. And uh, that's about it for the M25. Clockwise is fine. A little bit of local uh, road news. Very slow in Rye on the A259 eastbound between the A268 and the Rye Road. We've got an accident in Battle on the A271 North Trade Road. That's affecting both directions between the High Street and West End. But everything on public transport is looking good. Thank you. And that number... Do you want the number Uh, in case... uh, Yes, we do want the number. If I don't get the satellite feedback... (laughs) People can 
update us with any traffic news then on 08459 I'd also like to hear from anybody, if you don't mind, who is driving behind someone on a motorway who's braking unnecessarily and often because this is my new bet noir. So if you're following someone who's just occasionally hitting the brake lights and you can't just drive at a constant speed, give me a ring, give me that number plate, we'll read it out. <laughs> Thanks, Alison. Talk to you later. Hello there. There's a fair amount of cloud around at the moment, but there are some holes in it, allowing for some late spells of sunshine and a light west to northwest wind, feeling pleasantly mild through this evening, with temperatures at the moment around 14 or 15 Celsius across Woking and Arundel. The sun sets just after a quarter past eight, then a dry night with quite large amounts of cloud at first, although the clear spells will become lengthier through the small hours. Temperatures dropping to between seven and nine Celsius with a light northwest wind. It's a bright and fine start to the day tomorrow with some good amounts of sunshine. Like today, the cloud will tend to bubble up and spread out a bit, but still some bright or sunny intervals into the afternoon. There is the possibility of a light passing shower early in the afternoon, but on the whole, it's a dry and bright day with light northwest winds and highs between 14 and 16 Celsius, locally 17 in the best of any sunshine. Still the chance of a brief passing shower on Friday. Again, for many, it will stay dry with some sunny spells appearing through the cloud. Highs between 14 and 16 Celsius with light northerly winds. Saturday continues quiet and settled with broken cloud and sunny periods. The best of these early and late in the day and temperatures peaking at 15 Celsius or 59 Fahrenheit. Finally, for the inshore waters until 1700 Thursday, west or southwest winds veering northerly force 2 or 3, the visibility becoming mainly good and the sea state smooth. BBC Southern Counties Radio, I'm Alina Jenkins. BBC Southern Counties Radio, the new sound of Sussex. <laughs> Think of this one, that is great. I've been driving in my oh, yeah. so. <laughs> You've got your own jingle, man. Come That's, on. It's a very poor one. How much did you spend making those? Five, Five pounds pens. a pop. <laughs> I got a bloke, he had a computer, and he did it. See? Some special effects in there as well, and then the voice. I've been driving in my car, listening to Jeremy Clarkson. It gets a bit ragged around the end. <laughs> listening to Jeremy Clarkson. It, yeah. Shall very I read some upbeat messages very quickly from David Farnham? I will send a text to say he loves the show. Thank you, David. The text number, if you want to do that, is 0786202070. What do you think of the BMW X4, says Jackie in Poolbrug. Poolbrug. X4? Mm. X4. Think I'm right in saying there's no yeah. such X3, thing. X3, yeah. Absolutely right. There isn't such a thing, Jackie and Paul. Well, I think so it's rubbish. We don't have a thought of that. No, I think there's been a texting error thing. I know exactly what Z4 is. What? Yes. It's either Z4 or, or X5, X5, but I suspect it'll be a Z4. And actually, I used to hate it, and now I don't anymore. What is a pollution whoa, whoa, control hold valve? Hold on. I don't care if we are doing a radio program. You what? I used to hate the Z4, and now I don't anymore. We have stood in that studio and argued ourselves hoarse over that one. Yes, I and still prefer the Honda S2000, but I'm just saying I used to hate it and now I don't, and now it's time to go over That's and an talk to the argument anyway. It is irrelevant and not interesting for most of the viewers. So let's move on to. Do I want to talk listeners. to Paul Seeger? No, Paul Seeger. Listeners. What? Not interesting for most of the listeners. Did I say viewers? We've I'm used that to that. It's because I'm in a studio. I do apologise with a television camera. And a television, I can tell him in Brighton. Look, there's Peter Mandelson on the uh, on the television. Right, uh, let's go over now to Paul Seagat, uh, political correspondent. Because um, uh, this might be quite a day for Tony Blair. Well, this might be a day Tony Blair would uh, like to forget. His Home Secretary, Charles Clark, is facing calls to resign over bungling the release of foreign prisoners. Deputy John Prescott admits to an affair with one of his secretaries that lasted two years. So, Paul... 
Southeast political correspondent. What's going on? Well, let me give you some idea of uh, of how bad it is for uh, for uh, Charles Clark. Of course, yesterday he he admitted that a thousand uh, foreign prisoners had been freed, and today that he admitted, even after he found out about it, that uh, even more were released because uh, basically it seemed that uh, various departments within the the Home Office uh, didn't really know what uh, what they were doing. Uh, today, several calls for him to resign, and some um, opposition MPs have even said that. Uh, that you three could make a better job of running the Home Office than Charles Clark. That's, yeah, that's uh, No, that's it really isn't. I mean, I mean, well, normally I'd sort of dismiss that, but I, I'm genuinely staggered. You know, he says he's very that, well uh, aware that foreign prisoners, including murderers, pedophiles and rapists, <laughs> were being freed when they could have been deported, yet it continued. I mean, how is that possible? I, I think it was just... I mean, I don't, to be honest, I think that is why the uh, the more and more MPs are beginning to, to call for him to resign. I think when the news broke yesterday, if you'd asked me yesterday whether he was going to survive, I, w- I would have said yes. He was on uh, Newsnight being given a, a grilling by Paxman, uh, held his grand, ground, admitted he was sorry, admitted he'd considered resigning, uh, and many people thought maybe he'd, he'd weathered the, the storm. But today, to actually admit that uh, even after he found out about the, these releases, that even more people were released, I think it's, he's going to find it very difficult to survive the, the next 48 hours. To he's had a fairly rough ride as Home Secretary, hasn't he? Do you think he is going to survive this one? Well, he's lucky that he's got the backing of, of Blair. He's, he's one of uh, one of the people that Blair relies on. He's, he's a, a tough cookie. He, he's used to sort of a, you know, a bit of a street fighter, can, can fight his way out of most situations. Well, Blunkett, remember, had the support of Blair. Yeah, and indeed Mandelson b- before yeah, that. So quite. it's not necessarily a guarantee that you're going to survive. I think it kind of depends on if there are any more revelations that come out in the tabloids in the next couple of days. Uh, and if the Sundays if are still talking about this scandal, uh, then, you know, it was what uh, Alistair Campbell used to say, if you've been in the news for seven days, then maybe it's time that uh, you have to step aside. So if there are any uh, newspaper reporters listening, let's keep writing about it. <laughs> um, now, the Deputy Prime Minister, of course, John Prescott, has apologised to his wife after having, well, the, possibly the most stunning I've ever read, an affair... Yes, if you haven't seen the the, uh, the Daily Mirror today, I have I actually would. seen it. It's, <laughs> it's genuinely. I, I mean, I, I, my first thought was, it's the mirror; it'll be wrong. But um, the photos say it all, don't they? The photos are damning, now, and he has now apologised for it. Can he survive this? I mean, he's punched people. Well, uh, he's been incompetent. He's built a bus lane. Can he survive this one? There are those that say he's untouchable because he, he is, he's just adored within the, the Labour Party. I mean, if you if you're a real cynic. You'd say that what a coincidence on the on the day that the pressure's really mounting on Charles Clark, suddenly the, the Prescott story comes out, and that's on the front pages of, of many of the yeah. tabloids and Clark's inside. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm not a cynic, and I, I wouldn't even hint. That, but that you that's... did you did bring that up. Well, you did bring that one up. No, it is because I. <laughs> it think is a coincidence, you, isn't it? Yeah. If you can survive the building of a bus lane on the M4, which he did, I mean, he's responsible for that. He can survive anything. But you know, on a, on a serious note, is having an affair does does that mean does that affect the way you you do your job? You know, and you can argue that it doesn't. Uh, it shows that he's only human. Um, and so, well, no, should, I, is he? I mean, really, if you take his shirt off, is he actually human? <laughs> I've been I just generally looking at those photographs, thinking that that girl, you know, she's had an affair with him without being sick. That's the most amazing part of it for me. That's some good political analysis there from Jeremy. Mm. Oh, it's just—it's well, a—it's a revolting concept. It's not pleasant. Is it? There's somebody out there for for everyone. Well, you, evidently, I mean, you would have looked at John Prescott and thought it was impossible. So you do—I mean, he is seen, isn't he, as the sort of the, the still the left side? Yeah, of the absolutely. Party. I mean, I don't think there's any question that he, he is not going to survive this. I think he will survive it, and uh, and I. I 
there's been no cause today for him to stand down. I mean, I, it's it's just a personal issue. It's not a political issue. Uh, and whereas I don't think Charles Clark will necessarily survive the week, um, I think John Prescott will, will be there for for the foreseeable future. And of course, historically, um, this kind of thing just tends to bolster Tony Blair even more. He'll go up in the polls. Tony Blair or John yeah. Prescott himself? I mean, no, I, no, Tony Blair. He seems to do very well out of these crises always. Yeah, he does. But it, I mean, the timing—the timing isn't good for him with with local elections taking place in just over a week next, next Thursday, May the fourth. And it's not the kind of publicity that you you want. Um, people do tend to issues like this do tend tend to affect the way people vote locally. Even though, of course, it, it's it's national politics. So I'd, even if Tony Blair comes out of it in the in the long run. Uh, more popular. I, I do think that uh, it's, it's, he will be majorly concerned about the impact that it could have um, on polling day next Thursday. Certainly. Well, thanks very much for joining us, um, Paul. Uh, talk to you soon. Thank you very much indeed, Paul. That was quite grown up then, Jeremy. Totally. Yeah, no, you were get, it was really good, and then you got to the bit about the affair, and it got a bit... No, but I'm sorry. Don't you find it genuinely amazing that John Prescott has had an affair? Yeah. There's plenty of people that who means love to have affairs, and they're struggling to have one. Yeah. And then there's him. He's, no, no, but there's, think how many people are sitting alone at home. Yeah, they'd love it. And they'd love to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Well, he's got two, and he looks like that. It's amazing. Two boyfriends? No, he's got two lovers. It's 15 lovers. minutes past five. Yeah. There's only one See quality workmanship. That's that. rubbish. Handcrafted for us, they were. Joe, hello. Hello there. Hello, how are you? You're calling from Guildford. That's right. Uh, well done for that. Uh, <laughs> what are you calling in for, Joe? I wanted to say, first of all, I absolutely love Top Gear. I think it's the best program on telly. You can say that I as many watch- times as you like. <laughs> I watch the repeats most days because it's better than what's on the main channels. Yes. But I've been driving for 30 years. And I have to say, I do not get why you guys like cars. I love the show, but I do not get the interest with cars. We're simple. <laughs> James is simple. I like, I like fast. People always say, why do you like fast cars? It's so I can get home more quickly. Yes, it really is. It genuinely is. I delivered at the end of a road, I would have about a 15-mile drive from the motorway to my house. If I have a car with less than 500 horsepower, I can't overtake anybody. More than 500 horsepower, I can get back quickly, more quickly. I see the children more and read them a bedtime story. They're less likely to be glue sniffers. So, therefore, 500 horsepower or it's more, socially, it's responsible. it enriches people's lives. It's almost your parental duty. And, it is. And, and I think... I, I hate to do it, but I agree with you on that. Has that yeah. cleared that up, Joe? Has that made sense? But it's more than just just speed, isn't it? Because you guys can can go on for hours about the relative merits of different we cars. It, and we, just me, it, you know. we just find it difficult to talk to people about anything else. <laughs> you know, but they've all got an engine and four wheels. They're all the same. <sighs> they, okay, do you think furniture's all the same? <laughs> you see, that's the great thing. I can remember. Who's that... Big woman who drinks a bit on telly. Well, that's narrative. Judy, Richard and Judy. She, okay, she once said to me, all cars are exactly the same. And you just think, okay, well, you can go home tonight in a Russian, in a larder of some sort, or a Robin, or you can go in a Rolls Royce. Which one are you going to choose? You know, that kind of... I know what you mean. I've had my, my mother for 44 years has always said, oh, you know, it's all, all cars are exactly the same. But I really want a Honda Civic. Yeah, it's got to be that one that's the same as all the others. Joe, thank you very much indeed for calling in. I feel we've answered your question for you there. It's 17 minutes past five. Jeremy's straining it. Yes, you'll get... My feed's back. My satellite is back. And I'm able to reveal that the M25 is a nightmare. Well, we'll get detail. Can we do the headlines We knew that. Can we? Yes, go on. 
so keen. James May has the headlines. I do. Uh, it's getting boring already. The Home Secretary, Charles Clark, is now rejecting calls for him to quit after admitting a thousand foreign criminals were released from jail instead of being deported. Uh, the former Labour leader, Lord Kinnock, has been given a six-month driving ban after admitting two separate charges of speeding on the M4 motorway. I think he was also fined £800 and apologised, so that's OK. And the Health Secretary, Patricia Hewitt, has been heckled and jeered while delivering a speech to the Royal College of Nursing's annual conference in Bournemouth after she told them the past 12 months was the best on record for the NHS. Was that today? I thought that was ages ago. No, that was a new one. I'm surprised you didn't have something amputated. The weather, it's still warm and there's still some variable cloud. Um, I'd like to have a quick complaint, actually. Oh, sorry, if you want to phone in and talk to us about anything at all, 08459 Yes. Um, I'd like to complain about the music as well, because I know you made music my responsibility, and I tried to fill this system up with, you know, King Crimson and Steely Dan and lots yeah. of other things from Jeremy's record collection and mine. Um, but now I look at this playlist, and it's full of Robbie Williams and a lot of other soft I'll stuff. I'll find you so some I'm stuff. I've got some buttons I can press. Foreigner. Can I'm, I d- I'm sorry, are you going to do to the travel? <laughs> Jeremy, go. It's all completely hopeless. Thank you very much. That's The Travel with Jeremy Clarkson. (laughs) BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Yeah. No, no, really, it genuinely is. At the M25, I'm looking, I've got the feeds coming in from everywhere. I can see people in Astras. I can see there's some chap in a, he's bought a Jaguar and he's had it finished in a kind of brown colour here. I'd hate to be stuck behind that. That, you're you're stuck behind an enormous, everywhere. This is the M25 clock. There's a broken down van here. There's a man standing at the side of the road. If you're listening to us, why don't you give him a, why don't you pip at him and tell him that, you know, your, your car still works and his doesn't? Something helpful like that. I think it might be a police car. No, it's not a police car. It's a broken down van and it's junction... Well, I've just got five, six, J6... Oh, between junction six and five on the M25. Can we get somebody to wave? I want, no, See, the important thing... Volvo, I want somebody to wave at us. I want somebody to just wave at us. Well, the people on oh. King's Coaches. The Anyone King's on King's Coaches the there? Or, this is, the this is between junction... Uh, Five and six, or six yeah. and five, going that way. Because the most important thing I really want to stress with this travel thing is it is my responsibility, I find, to get you all home more quickly into the bosom of your families. Sitting in your cars, listening to this, is a waste of time. A travel show's, re- a, a drive time show's responsibility is to make sure people listen to it for the smallest amount of time. That was quite a... Lecture. Impassioned, I know. No, it was Come on, all of you! All you people going the other way. You in the in the in the vault. Mercedes, go quicker, faster. Put on some fast music, James. Well, this is where we get right. What have you got there, Hammond? Because quickly, oh, the Renault BMW Z3. Hurry up! We're not due music yet. Well, all these Let's people need anyway. to be. We're not due music. I'll, I'll do this. The new sound of Sussex. BBC Southern Counties Radio. <laughs> we Is are due a disc. Hmm? I don't know. It's because it's got the word sex in it. Thank you, James. Mate, 22 now, minutes past five. I know you want to do some music. What do you want? But I'm not going to play it yet. But uh, Well, like you say, it says here 1717 disc. JM. That means music. I right. wanted Steely Dan. It says right. here that we've got Robbie Williams, which I don't want. So what else have you got there on your box of tricks? Oh, you're right. It is, uh, I've got... Uh, I've got... Ah. I've got... I've got ah. MacArthur, it says. I've got... If I can't have you, Yvonne Element, I've got... That's drive, not driving car, music. Oh. If, somebody, if, if you play drive 
Yeah. I'll kill you. I'll kill you as well. This traffic jam now at Junction 5 is just horrific. You know, if you're at the back of it, just pull over the hard shoulder and have a picnic. Because, honestly... Have you got the Oh, jam? no. Look at that. And 25 at 39. Oxted, it's had it. Godston, it's had it. Fostertown, it's had it. Just, I'm screwing it up. Can I... I it's not particularly helpful what you're telling them there, Jeff. No, I just thought, honestly, I just... I can't find... We can't get the cameras onto the cars that are actually causing the traffic jams. Can I play some music now? Yes. Is this accessible? No. Robbie Williams. It's not right quite here. right. No, it's no. just Robbie Williams. It's just the find, staple. Bar. Can you find the jam in that system? We right, need the jam. Have a look. We're playing this for now. Robbie Williams and let me entertain you. Um, Richard James and Jeremy with you from Top Gear. One of us said, how hard can it be to host a radio programme? It was Jeremy. And how hard is it? It's, uh, I'm doing rather well. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I haven't pushed a single wrong button. I've pushed all of the wrong buttons. I've pushed all I haven't the right pushed buttons. I haven't pushed any buttons, that order. said, yeah. Um, your travel stuff, of what now you, you've got, I should explain, Jeremy's managed to establish an incredibly complicated satellite link for his special travel stuff, um, which he's been bringing us updates on all afternoon. Uh, before we do more, can I just talk to Michael? Hello, Michael. Hello. Hello, you rang in. What did you want to talk about? I would like to ask Jeremy. First of all, I'm on the M25 between Junction 9 and 8 in the big brown UPS van, if anyone can see me on the camera. Well, we'll have a look for you. 9 and 8. You're between and 9 and 8 and a UPS van. Now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if we can call that camera up between 9 and 8. Yeah, I'll be just going through 8 in a sec. Anyway. Well, the problem, can I just say, are you, which yeah. way are you heading, anti-clockwise? Uh, anti-clockwise towards the 23, yeah. OK, you've got a... Ser- oh, are you turning off at the M23 or carrying... I am, yes. Oh, you're OK. Like, yeah, but yeah. I do have a very important message for uh, motorists who are on the M25 now, heading anti-clockwise past Junction 7, which is the M23 turn-off. There is a long wheelbase Humvee stuck in the traffic jam there. Now, I'm anticipating that even if he's got a full tank of fuel now, he will have run out and be blocking the outside two lanes in the next five or ten minutes. So I'd avoid that. Long wheelbase. Does that mean it's one of those? It's a stretched, as a someone idiot with a stretched Humvee, yeah, hand party, is sitting in a massive traffic jam. Even if it's got 60 litres of fuel in it now, forget it. Ten minutes, that'll be out. So I'd get off on the M23, mate, as quickly as possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. I had a quick question. Yeah. What is the chaviest car on the road? Chaviest? Anything Richard Hammond's got. Mercedes SLK. Okay. Probably right. Clive on the M25 is calling also. Hello, Clive. Hello there. Hello, how are you? Um, a bit fed up as I can't work out whether I'm supposed to be turning off the M25 or not. Or Get off it. Serious. I'm telling you now, man, it's a nightmare. I can't find a single picture on my feed here, which is coming from Space and Tunbridge Wells, that shows... It's it... not that bad. That's... I'm is sorry? Which, What's that? Hang on, we're trying to... These are all anti- anti-clockwise. Seems to be absolutely appalling tonight. So what? You, I'd go the other way around. Look at that. This is uh, M25. Godston's jammed up at Junction 6. Oxted, it's completely jammed up. Barrow Grip. Don't use it. Don't use it. Stay at work. Be productive and buy a helicopter. Clive, are yeah. you criticising our travel reports? Yeah, much as I like Jeremy travelling through France, I think he ought to stay there. We're yeah. trying to get home tonight. Where, where are you and where are you I, trying to get to? This is I'm coming service. up to Junction 8 and I'm trying to get to Junction 4. Eight and four. Which way are you going then? So you're going, I'm going a- anti-clockwise. Anti-clockwise. You, my son, have had it. 
Oh, I know, <laughs> really, you've had it, because at Junction 7, you're going to hit the back end of a nasty jam. Yeah, right. you can't do more than that. You've had a personal That's a personal traffic, traffic service using I a appreciate that, from yeah, BBC Two's biggest motoring show. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I call a travel report. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather he was driving a Honda 2000 through France, though. I yeah, I would. Do you know what? Having said, I now wish I were in a Honda 2000 going through France, instead of which I'm doing personal traffic reports for people phoning in here. Anybody okay. else need personal traffic reports? I'll have to hurry you because we may lose the feed again any minute. Oh, eight four five nine five seven double oh five seven. You're welcome to give us. A, he didn't like it. He, I bet he likes that. He's going he's to keep going. He's going to get stuck in that. Sorry, I forgot to talk into a microphone then. It wasn't very bright. But he's going to get stuck in that jam going, oh, that Jeremy Clarkson needs rubbish. Then he's going to be stuck going, oh, we should listen to him. It's half past five. The headlines this evening. The Home Secretary, Charles Clark, is rejecting calls for him to quit after the disclosure that a 1,000 foreign criminals were released from jail instead of being deported. It's emerged almost 3,000 of the prisoners have been freed since last, September, last summer after the government was told of the problem in the first place. A convicted murderer who raped a 10-year-old boy whilst out on licence has been jailed for life. Leeds Crown Court heard that 44-year-old Stephen Eyre from Shipley approached the victim in the street. He lured the boy back to a flat and threatened to cut his throat if he didn't do as he was told. The former Labour leader, Lord Kinnock, has been given a six-month driving ban after admitting two separate charges of speeding on the M4. He was fined £800 in total. And the Prime Minister's spokesman has offered strong support for John Prescott, following revelations he had an affair with one of his secretaries. He described the Deputy Prime Minister's role as absolutely vital and said he was a real benefit to the people and the government. You're up to date with the news on BBC Southern Counties Radio. I'm Pete Wilson. BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Hello, uh, is that me? That's, that was slick. That's me, and I'm here to tell you that um, it's great. <laughs> what is? The M25, the bit I'm looking at now is great. Alison, can you hear me over in the uh, traffic centre? Oh, I've done the wrong thing. I'm sorry. I've, uh, you see, I've I'm sorry, Alison. Sorry, Jeremy. Jeremy uh, it was, it, uh, there. Hello. Right. Hello, Alison. Can you no, hear can me? You, I can indeed. Can you hear me? Yes, I can very well. Thank you. This is all coming through Space and Tunbridge Wells. M25 at Fosterdown. Where's that? That is at Godstone. Godstone. Which at Junction 6, at? anti-clockwise. Because of those um, incidents earlier, we had the accident, and then we had that broken-down van a little way behind it, all around Clackett Lane services. Uh, it's left this huge, great queue. I'll work you through the cameras, no, Jeremy. Well, it's a nightmare, but what I'm looking at there are a bunch yeah. of people sitting right next to a completely deserted slip road. They're not using it. Why don't they Ooh. get up there and use their ingenuity? That's what I do. <laughs> That's not very good picture. There's no, still that poor man still out. in his broken down van. There are sort of two different agendas here. Alison, you want to sort of let us know where the problems are with the traffic. Jeremy's dream is to conduct it. Okay. <laughs> he actually wants to conduct the traffic from here with his satellite. You go there, you go there. Don't I'm you. trying to get the blood, the traffic uh, move. I stopped. Uh, I said. Uh, I said. Oh I'm dear, Jeremy! Oh, look at that! Look at that! Here we go. Somebody in a. It seems to oh, be a Land Rover Discovery has jackknifed while carrying a trailer. No, oh dear! Able to get on on his number plate there. Those poor four uh, four by fours. What a shame! He's had a bad day. It's a four by four. It's a good job it was. That's why he's still alive. Yeah, that's Lucky true. Listen to the uh, Liberal Democrats on that one. Two lanes. Okay, it, is that a discovery? It is sideways opening tailgate. It is. He's blocking two lanes on the M25 at. 
This is at uh, just before Junction 8, and it's clockwise. So that is between 7 and 8. So it's on your way to 8. Oh, no. So it's this That's right, gate. So that's the other way. Okay, just that's one thing. I've changed my mind. It's not a discovery. I'm now looking at it more carefully. I think it's a Shogun. It's yeah, a Mitsubishi it Shogun. It's a Shogun. Yeah. So it's a Mitsubishi Shogun. The owner, I'm looking at him, he's wearing a high-visibility jacket. That didn't help, that's did it? That's a policeman, you... There's no policeman there. There's just well, a lot of people, oh, in, people a lot, in high yeah. visibility jackets doing no good whatsoever. <laughs> what oh, but they're helping. No, and look at these people here. Look at the people queuing to get around. If you're listening to us, why don't you just let people in? Look at them. They're all having to <laughs> fight to barge in. I know. Nasty. This is the selfishness I can't abide. Is you think there's no skin off your nose to just let me in? Can look I, at this mini now stuck, James. If they've got the radio on in the showgun, can I suggest to the owner if he just drives for? I know he's got a puncture or something. But no, no, the back wheels come off. Well, okay, yes. even if it's four-wheel driving, yeah. you want to move it forward about three feet, straighten the tow yeah. bar very slightly, and it'll come off, and you can move the trailer off the road and free up a whole. What the police? Now you're doing it. What now the police need? What the police need at times like this is a helicopter with a big magnet on it. Swoop down, sweep it away, hose the blood into the uh, into the central reservation there, and get the motorway open. Finished? Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's any blood. He's just jackknifed a bit. Alison, thank you very much indeed. You're welcome. Yeah. Can I do the weather? Yeah. Uh, I've lost it. Okay, it's I've, a beautiful I've, no, evening. Uh, no. Oh. Hey, look. This evening and tonight, fairly cloudy, uh, and through the first part of the night, some clearer spells later. Stop. What? This is a sport, man. I know. We're going to do sport in a minute. Uh, light northwesterly breeze, minimum temperature, 7 degrees C, 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Tomorrow, sunny spells at first. Cloud developing through the morning. Sunny intervals and scattered light showers for the afternoon. Northwesterly breeze, your maximum temperature, 16 degrees C. I just... What is that van doing just sitting with a flashing light it's on it? It's steering traffic It's round. being important and having a flashing light on it. It is. Can we do the sport? If we do the sport, BBC does that mean I've got to go again? Radio sport. What if I refuse? Well, there's a man standing behind you now who can't do the sport. He's not much bigger than me. Uh, that, oh, was, oh. that was a slick link there. That oh, was right, nice. you'll have to talk to me about sport instead. Okay, let's uh, crack on anyway. First of all, news of the cricket. And uh, Sussex, not a very good day for them. They're up against uh, Hampshire at the Rose Bowl. 204 for nine, the latest score. Chris Adams, the captain, he made 64. Carl Hopkinson, 45. Rana is 26, not out. Three wickets apiece for Dominic Thornley and Sean Irvine. As sorry, for Surrey, sorry, they're going much. That happens. Sorry. As I for Surrey, that. they're going much, much better that against Leicestershire me. at Grace Road. Surrey, sorry. 253 for three. Mark Ramprakash out for 113. Mark Butcher is 56, not out. John Batty made 54. I don't know what is you're 253 saying. 253 for three. Is that good? I don't understand. They've scored 253 runs and they've lost three wickets, sir. It is cricket. He's it's a angry. game that's been played in this country for about 300 years. What the same? And why game? don't you get the and Observer's Book of Cricket, which will tell you all of the regulations that you need to know and then you'll be okay. Well now I've been driving in my car listening to Jack you see, the important thing to remember when you're shouting at me, mates, is I've got the buttons. You certainly have. Are Richard. you ready? Well, no, I'm Crack on, it's fella. a genuine question. I don't understand cricket scoring, but if you say that's good, I'll accept that that's it's good. It's pretty good for Surrey. It's good. Well done, Surrey. On to football. Now, the Arsenal manager, Arsene Wenger, says that reaching the final of the European Cup is a culmination of almost a decade of hard work. Wenger thinks that they have every right to believe they can win the trophy in Paris in three weeks' time, which would be the ultimate reward. 
I would say uh, it completes a work of uh, nine years or nine and a half years that uh, with a lot of effort and rewards all my uh, people who work with me, my staff, and uh, I want to be complete with the support of the board no matter what kind of decision I made uh, for all these years. I feel the best way to reward them now is to go into the final and win it. He has that unmistakable East London twang, doesn't he? Arthur? Yeah, you can he tell does. it's in there. And uh, tonight, of course, they'll learn which team they'll be playing in that European Cup final. It should be Barcelona. After all, they're at home in the new Camp. They already lead AC Milan by a goal to nil from the first leg. Here at home, we have a rehearsal of the FA Cup final. West Ham meeting Liverpool at Upton Park. As for the Albion reserves, they take on Wickham Wanderers at Worthing. This year's racing at Epsom has begun today with the annual spring meeting. The famous Surrey course will then host Ladies' Day and the Derby, of course, in June. Epsom's general manager, Stephen Wallace, says it's the start of an exciting period. At the moment, in, in terms of horse racing, it's all roads lead to Epsom. And it's a, from a racing perspective, it's a really exciting time because uh, people have been dreaming of winning the Vodafone Derby for two years and in the next couple of weeks they're going to work out if their horse that was entered as long ago as December uh, 18 months ago whether they've really got a chance or not um, and the whole race unravels in the next two or three weeks. He's Fine. jolly pucker isn't he? Finally, the uh, snooker. Scotland's Graham Dot, the first man through to the semi-finals of the World Championships. 10-6 up overnight. He was taken all the way by the Australian, Neil Robertson, before winning 13-12. Defending champion Sean Murphy eating away at Peter Ebsen's advantage. Murphy began the day 7-1 down. He's recovered a little to trail 10-6. Ronnie O'Sullivan, he's 10-6 up on Mark Williams. And Ken Doherty is level with uh, Marco Fu at 10-all. And that's the sport. BBC Southern Counties Radio, the new sound of Sussex. Hey, what? 20 minutes to six, just coming round to. Uh, if you just joined us this afternoon, uh, welcome to a sort of unique social experiment here on BBC Southern Counties Radio. Uh, Richard Hammond, Jeremy Clarkson and James May, we are the three guys from Top Gear. We have been let loose. Mostly because Jeremy said it'd be really easy to do a radio show, and it turns out... Drive time show, yeah, let's be specific. A drive time what show. I like, there's a lot of support coming in. Um, a lot of people enjoying themselves. Chris, it, Christine in Helling Lie. Um, thinks the show is absolutely awful. Uh, Southern Counties Radio really going downhill. She's doing her ironing and wants the regular team back. So yeah, no, the regular team us. want to come back in, but we have nailed the we have, door shut. We, we have done that. Um, but, Christine, good to know you're with us. And, uh, you know, we could come back tomorrow, maybe, again, and I'll get some more of these. Two, four, six, eight, James May. What? Uh, it's a call. Quality. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Ali, hello. Hello. Hello, how Hi are there. you? I'm all right. How's Petworth? Well, I'm just down to Petworth now, but it was fine. A oh. bit depressing, though, having to follow the most stunning DB9 with its roof down, oh. driven by some old man who is doing no more than 40 miles an hour all the way from Guildford. It's I've wrong. said this so many times. Mid we discussed oh, it in the I way that... That yeah. does that and then drive it like an old lady. It's not just that, though. It's who's driving it. It's the middle-aged man. What is he saying? You see, he's not doing it to enjoy the sunshine, because I think, has the sun got in where you are? No, no, it's quite sunny. It's quite sunny, but he's not doing it for the sunshine. He's doing it because he thinks it makes him look more attractive. Well, what it makes him look like is a But all you can see is his bald head. I oh, know, that's, that's what I always do. I get the roof down on my car and then think, no, I'm going to blind following motorists with that bald patch <laughs> straight back up again. 
Don't you think it's a bit odd that we all keep going about it? Middle-aged men, they shouldn't drive these convertible cars with the roof down. It looks ridiculous. And then we've all well, got they, Yeah. I'm not against them driving them. Just drive them properly. No, not you want him to get his foot down. Perhaps he's car. listening. What colour is his DB9? It was black. I've actually just turned off from it yet oh, now. Okay. But um, it was black. And I can tell you the registration number as well. Far away. Um, A7. Yeah. OS for sugar. G for golf. OSG for golf. That That's sounds brilliant. a little bit personalised number plates. Yes, <laughs> personalised number plates. Not yeah. something that we particularly enjoy. Uh, so he's got his top down and he's got a personalised registration plate. Yeah. Was he, could you able to tell, how, was he very small? Well, only about half his head showed. How yeah, high were his So probably even shorter than Hammond. Oi! That's not actually technically possible to still be a human and be shorter than Hammond. <laughs> what I'm interested in is how high were his trousers. I'm suspecting at sort of chest height, really hitched up there. Can I point out that the accident we were talking about on the M25, I've yeah. been told, was anti-clockwise, not as Jeremy, worst traffic reporter in the history of traffic and reporting, said clockwise. Well, I'm looking at the tail end of the jam here, and it's anti-clockwise. Yeah. It's getting to be a very right. nasty jam, Part, partly because people are pulling out of the outside two lanes far too early. But, but they do, but people clear a lane. Have you turned me off now? Or you, am I still... No, yeah, no, no, you, no, you can go. You can go. Love, join in whenever you like. No, no, this is more than I trust. I mean, join in, but I'm just saying that what's happened here is that every, the, the two outer lanes of the motorway, have, have, they, please get out of them because they're blocked by an idiot in a Mitsubishi who's managed to crash into his own trailer um, and people are moving over far too soon which means that the motorway network is not being fully utilised we paid for it drive right up to use the crash it. use it and then get your window down and tell the man exactly what you think of his driving precisely Ali thank you very much for calling in that's okay thanks for taking part uh, you can do the same 08459 can I talk briefly about petrol and stuff Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be filling up at uh, at the moment, you may well have to be ready to pay serious money for the fuel. It's going up. Diesel risen to an all-time high. The average price of a litre yesterday was just over 98.7 pence. Previous highest price was 98.6, recorded last September in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. Todd Tinney runs Tudor Motors in Fetchum near Leatherhead, one of the last remaining independent petrol stations that actually serves you at the pump. Hello, Todd. Hello there. So you actually go out and slosh the fuel into the tank for people? That's it, yeah. yeah. Oh, Todd, I've been ladies. momentarily distracted before talking because they're now taking the trailer off the Yeah, the, uh, just t two seconds. The Mitsubishi Shogun, which has bull bars, child-killing bull bars, um, has been moved onto the hard shoulder, and any second now the trailer will have gone as well. Five Se seconds, and that motorway will be open again. So that's good news. Seven policemen to push that little trailer. Yes, up. I know, but it doesn't matter because there's absolutely no burglary at all in southern England. You can tell that from the amount of policemen being used on that the they M25. Can spare to yeah. do that. Thank you. See, we really are bringing it to you as because we can see it yeah. happening in front of us. Todd, so yes. you run a petrol station. Yes, I've yes. got a theory on the price of petrol. Right. I just don't care. I just do not care. What possible difference? It's a penny here and there. And I was chatting to a bloke in my local petrol station. He held up a bag of Maltesers, rattled them about and said, honestly, I could charge an extra 20p for a bag of these and nobody would care. If I put a penny on a litre of petrol, they'll go 15 miles to get it cheaper. Is that true? Do you find that? Or yes, do people yeah, care? Yeah, people always come in and moan about the price. Really? We're always a little bit dearer because uh, we, well, we say we put it in and we don't do a large volume like all the supermarkets and things. So. Whereabouts are you? I could pop round on my way home and buy it. Good in, in quality Fetchum. petrol. Yeah, good quality. Yeah, Very finest. Stuff. Brewed yourself. Yeah, we're uh, yeah, in Fetchum 
near Leatherhead, but uh, you'll have to be here before six because we're not a late night place. Oh, okay, Glaz. Well, uh, we'll still be on air, so that's not going to happen. So, the thing is, though, when we go for petrol, I've got another theory on that. That the reason people complain about it is that it's the worst possible time. Nobody ever drives along and says, "I know, I'll stop for some fuel. That'll be fun." We're always in a bad mood, aren't we? Well, it seems to, yeah. That's, that's why I can't understand people going to these great big service stations and uh, they have to put their own fuel in and they have to work, walk about 200 yards to pay for it. And Yeah, they come to little places like us. And, we and they put don't it want to pay 5 or 10p extra overall. Well, have you, have you yeah. got a jet wash at your, at your petrol station? No, no, we don't do that. Because oh. no, James is going to ask you about where the bong was in the sequence mm. and it would have been quite good to get it from the horse's mouth. Todd, thank you for calling in. Good luck. Jeremy's waving his arms around. What? I'm just genuinely staggered, you see. What I'm watching is the pic- picture here live. The police clear the motorway and then it's a good 30 or 40 seconds before they let the traffic go. You what do you want to be careful that? about? It? You What's to be you... careful? You say, go, 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 is what you say. We should, in fact, if you've got the chain, Fleetwood we should have played it then. It was like the start of a Grand Prix. Dum, 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 dum. And they could all have roared off and been home. And this, they're all having to follow a police Range Rover. Ken in West Ham uh, writes in to say, uh, sorry, rings in to say uh, he refuses to speak to us, probably because we're rubbish. He's not enjoying the show. He right. misses the regular team and he just says, make sure the professionals are back on air tomorrow. I no, no, they will be. Don't worry. Again. They're, they're, uh, even as we speak, the fire brigade have been called and they are now fire-axing the door I to get back in I suspect we've not got much longer. Frank, <laughs> hello. Hello, yes. Frank, you're near Winchester, aren't you? Yeah. Are you ringing to lend us your support? Pardon? Oh, dear. Frank, are you ringing to lend us your support? Yeah. Good. Well, Good. go on, then. What are you ringing for, Frank? In the first place, I'd like to dispel, dispel this fallacy oh. about older drivers not being safe when it's well known that the worst drivers are between 17 and 35. Oh, here we go. Young men are about to be picked on. Right. That's a fact. Yeah, but it's a fact. Right. Okay. Now, look, I drive... I, I live in uh, Sussex and Hampshire. Now, I drive often between the two places... And the worst offenders are these young yobbo types with their boom, boom, boom. Do you know what boom. I think it is, Frank? Maybe it's just that they drive differently to you. Perhaps older people want to drive slowly and younger people want to get a move. No, no, no. Quicker. I drive. So, you've oh. gone. I didn't do that. Uh, I did not cut Frank I off. I would just I like to say. Do, look, so he raises, Frank raised an interesting point. A really interesting point. Because when I was 17, I drove very slowly because the cars I had were rubbish. And now I'm 46. My cars are much better, so I go much faster. But you're much slower now, and that's possibly not such a good thing. I've noticed that, you know, for a long time, young people were responsible for accidents. Then there was that thing with Brunstrom. They said old people are too old and are responsible for accidents, and media people are too expensive to join. Eventually, if you weren't 39 and a half, married with two kids and driving a Volvo estate at 29 miles an hour, you might as well just hand yourself in. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey-ho, it's 12 minutes to 6, and uh, it's time for the headlines. Has anybody got one? really haven't got one. I haven't got them, but I can probably Let's make face them it, up. They won't have changed much. No, right. Go, James, I'll go. just use the last one and go. Yes. The Tories say the Home Secretary Charles Clark should consider resigning after he said that he wasn't going to resign in an earlier news bulletin after letting more than a thousand foreign prisoners out of prison instead of deporting them. Why didn't the people in the prison notice that they were just walking out of the prison? All these murderers and rapists and burglars and things. Attention to detail, you see. Um, the big issue, sellers in Brighton, we've since cleared this story up, they will get their magazines delivered to them from this weekend because the office in the city, centre of the city is closed. And what this means is bands are going to go around and drop off bundles of the big issue with the people who are selling them. And Downing Street is still backing the Deputy Prime Minister, John Prescott, for having an affair with one of his secretaries. 
which means that New Labour has condoned having affairs with your secretaries, and it's absolutely fine. So crack And the on. weather it's is still, still warm. That was brilliant, James. That was your best. I thought it was rubbish. I thought it was one of your best. I really did. Jeremy, have you got your fancy satellite link ready for your new way of doing travel? Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Jeremy. Right, the earlier accident anti-clockwise near the junction with the M23, as I said earlier, that has now been cleared to the side of the road. Um, every single policeman for 43 counties is now in attendance. Um, I can tell you it was a Mitsubishi Shogun. I can't quite read the registration number, but I think it was personalised, and it certainly has You're a bull bar on it. That up. No, I'm certain no. it was. It was you a really short one. one. No, it, it was, was. A re- as it was moved. It was one of those really short ones. That's by the by. Are we able, Alison? Are you there? Oh, hang on, she can be. Hello. Hi. Alison, are you there? Can you move <laughs> yeah. the camera out? Have we got any more traffic jams to be having a look at or bad driving? I can show you the uh, the queue back from that. That's the next camera back. Ooh, that's <laughs> Don't go that. there. Mind you, I tell you what, it's really smooth. If you want to go clockwise around the M25 in Absolutely. the stretches tonight. It's yeah. like a racetrack. It's, it's like a racetrack. <laughs> They're going quite a lot slower. But anyway, what else have you got to show okay, us? Okay, that's further back again. Oh, oh no. So horrendous. How far yes. back's that? That is probably a mile or so. Oh, a mile's maybe. not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. That's further back again. Oh, no, that's... And uh, it's no, kind of it's on its way back. But this is heading back towards Leatherhead now, back towards Junction 9. Oh, dear. See, look, we're down to 40 miles an hour there. That's 40 that, miles an hour. That's, Where's that? That's if you're lucky. That's halfway between 9 and 8. So as you're heading anti-clockwise, halfway between 9 and 8, you're going to start to slow down the accidents after 8. So it's, it's, it's a few miles. It's a, a few very, miles of so It's very unpleasant around the south side. Of, uh, well, and on the west, look, I'll just take you take around. Take me a bit of the west. Let's see if we can find some bad this driving is, here. This is oh. still anti. <laughs> this is anti-clockwise. Okay, round Heathrow. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take you down to the next camera. There's a little bit of delay there. See, it's very, very slow. This is actually quite normal for this time of night. Speeding up a little bit there. Well, we have to say there, I think for the benefit of the listeners, we have to say there. So the Um, western sections, okay, basically I can say the western sections of the M25 are sort of okay-ish. Not anti-clockwise, no. I'd say the west from 14 down to 12. No, I've seen it worse than that. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, I beg to differ. (laughs) I I think that's fairly normal. But the south, (laughs) anti-clockwise, that's properly unpleasant. That is not good. just showing me a picture of a bolt. Here we go. <laughs> that's, so um, that's back where, back in the south again. Sadly, yeah. that I can't bring you any news of very bad driving. I can't even see anybody braking unnecessarily, although I'm sure lots of people... There's somebody in an Audi TT convertible. Have you finished? This is what? through Godstone. That Have you got travel? anything for us that is not covered by the cameras there, Alison? That you'd like to add? I would like to add, actually, yes, that uh, it's very slow in Rye on the A259. That's eastbound between the A268 and the Rye Road. Long delays there have been reported. A little bit slow as well in East Grinstead on the A22 London Road. That's northbound around Moat Road. But public transport is really, really good. Oh. <laughs> public transport is not really, really good. Public transport oh, it is. is powered it is. by diesel and is rubbish. <laughs> Thank you. With BBC Southern Counties Radio. How can public transport be good? I don't quite get it. Sussex. 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 You do. Sussex. The new sound of Sussex. BBC Southern Counties Radio. <laughs> Seven minutes to six. Does anybody know what we're do
Oh, by the way. I'm handing over to this man. We've had an anonymous female caller who said, get that idiot Clarkson off the radio. He's And then there was a sort of noise and it hung up. Yeah. Uh, and then saying we're far too gobby for our own good. Again, more support. Thank you for that. Uh, the good news is we're only with you for one evening only. It's Jeremy James and Richard from Top Gear. And Jeremy's about to talk about something. Absolutely. Um, anyone who's ever tried to write a book will know all about the publisher's um, standard rejection letter. Uh, it's kind of said, yeah, thank you for your manuscript. We found it most entertaining, but it's not for us at this time, blah, blah, blah. However, um, when ringer writer John Howard got a raft of rejection slips for his children's book, he began to suspect the publishers hadn't even bothered reading it. So to test his theory out, he sent them the instructions for his washing machine. And he's in the studio now to explain what happened next. So, John, thanks for coming in. What did happen next? Um, I tested this book on two or 300 kids before I sent it into the agents, and I got loads of emails and letters saying it was brilliant. So I sent them all into the agent, and they rejected it. I phoned one up. They took offence, said, of course, we read everything. And uh, so I scanned in my washing machine user guide, sent it, called it the Tin Drum. <laughs> First uh, chapter was Jumbo Drum. And... Um, Three of them sent back the same rejections as before, saying they've read and enjoyed the manuscript, and uh, they didn't think it was for them. So you didn't change it. You literally just printed it out and sent it as it was printed in the instruction manual. Yep, took out the uh, pictures. Is this uh, how you got yours published? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I used a vacuum cleaner one, but yeah, it's, it's sold jolly Similar well. Similar sort of thing. And, th- and they've, they've all said the same thing. Is So thank you so much, an entertaining read, but not for us at this time. That's right, yeah, three of them said that. And so I just self-published it, and it sold... Thousands and thousands and thousands, and now I've been into 50 schools, seen 5,000 kids. I've got another few hundred that want me to come in. And, and this is the key to Chintac? That's the one. And, it's, and it's, uh, is it about, are there any washing machines in it at all? No, I've left the washing machines out. That seems to bore the children. Um, so I've just but how does that make you feel about publishers then? I mean, do you reckon there's a lot of other writers out there being held back? Maybe they should just send off the instructions to their new washing machine or whatever. Does it worry you? Uh, yeah, I think that they've got too many coming in, and maybe they need to cut their lists off a lot sooner, really. They, they, um, I think they take one or two new authors a year. If but isn't it that Harry Flaming Potter that's done it? That everybody thinks they can sit in a cafe and write a multi-million pound bestseller and, and that's the way forward, surely. The, the wizard has done it, yes, definitely. Um, oh, look, there's a trace of bits. <laughs> Did you see that? Mm. No, it's it's a, I, I, I actually think that, that uh, um, I mean, nine out of ten is children's books don't even sell a thousand copies they don't they just don't make it through because well surely if school libraries take them then that's a huge thing isn't it yeah yeah but i mean children's books are written by adults mainly and you've got an adult agent an adult publisher an agent distributor no one ever asked the kids if they like it so i, I took it into schools they picked the cover the size everything and oh, that, so children chose all that yeah they chose the cover the size but this was prior to you sending it off to the uh, yeah I, yeah prior to i sent it off but i had they loved the story and then when uh you know i just kept developing it from there i but, I, I cut the but it's supposed to be difficult to get a book published otherwise everybody would do That's it and then there'd be true. millions so yep. it's only the ones who stick with it isn't mm. well richard through. hammond's had a book published that was really easy i just said i'm on the telly <laughs> yeah no that is i mean this does seem to me to be the problem these days is that you really have to be on tv now to be able to do anything yeah you need to sleep with a famous football I don't want to do that. Deputy really Prime don't Minister. Sleep with, uh, Big no. brother, maybe. No. Uh, yeah. no, I don't want to sleep mm. with that. that man with a gorilla. So, finally, <laughs> do, do you have any useful <laughs> suggestions for other aspiring writers? Uh, perseverance. Perseverance. Like, I'm just trying to find some to of the... Some of the extracts from mm. the 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 um, washing machine manual. Yeah, there's, there's there is a little bit in there. It starts off with you know load the jumbo drum. I mean, Sounds it's not good. it's not difficult to uh, maybe you know it would be good if they accepted it. Load the jumbo drum. Yeah. You see, everybody. Oh, it's the first line is always the yeah, hardest, yeah. and there you've got a really good mm. catchy in. 
Yeah, it's, I just think that's a fantastic... I love the... What gave you the idea to do a washing machine? Um, it was just the nearest thing to hand. We just moved into a new house. It was sitting on the side. I thought, hmm, I'll give that a shot. Scanned it in, sent it off, and... Um, yeah, it didn't get accepted. Well, can we say good luck with your actual book? Yes. Um, I thought the is it available machine, on the internet and things? Uh, now? It is actually. It's it's in all Waterstones everywhere now because uh, I mean they've bought into it big time and uh, it's doing exceptionally well. So yeah. I just hope it doesn't knock mine off the charts. No, that's obviously. Or, or indeed mine. That'd be poor. Thank you for coming in. This Cheers. is Stevie Wonder. I've just played it. It was just there. Is that all right, guys? Um, no. No. This is well, just well, going to put everyone in there. a soporific state. Nobody's going to drive faster. This. I think, I think we should take stock at this point, chaps, uh, as we come to the end of our second hour here. What do you reckon? Has it, got, has it gone well? Are we pleased? Some of it was good. Yeah. The bits where, well. the, where the people were singing professionally, I thought yeah. that was a very good part of the show. I wouldn't yeah. want to do it every day, would you? It's too hard. It can be stressful. It's too I'm stressed right now because I've got two things playing at once and I can't stop one of them. Well, I'm going to listen to that. That's what is that? Right, is, it? is that a jingle? Well, that's all wrong, isn't or it? Or is it Moby? Well, it's Stevie Wonder and and your news jingle. Look at that. That's horrible, isn't it? I can't, I mean, well, I, I can't fix that. I've no idea. What are you doing? I've got it wrong. Oh, I've fixed it now. I've done it. No, it wasn't. No, it's this. No, not that. There, that one. There, you see. Oh, I found it. Um, I think it's going very well. Do you not agree, chat? Well, you're just filling, you're blathering, aren't you, until it's six o'clock, and then you can say, and now it's Richard Hammond over to the news. No, I was going to invite you to chat. FM, on digital, and across the world online. This is BBC Southern Counties Radio. says he wants to sort out the mess he's caused over deportation. Good evening, I'm Pete Wilson. The Home Secretary Charles Clark is fighting off calls to resign because of his department's failure to consider whether more than 1,000 foreign criminals should have been deported after serving their prison sentences. The Conservatives and the Liberal Democrats have called on him to step down, but Mr Clark told MPs he believed it was his duty to remain in office. Lord Ramsbottom, the former Chief Inspector of Prisons, says he informed the Home Office there was an increasing problem with foreign criminals five years ago. And I was very specific. I mean, I, two paragraphs, the first paragraph, I headed it foreign nationals. The number of foreign nationals in prison has been increased steadily over the years and is now reaching such proportions that I have called frequently for the prison service to appoint someone responsible for overseeing them as a group and for meeting the needs that they bring to every prison in which they are confined. A convicted murderer who raped a 10-year-old boy whilst out on licence has been jailed for life today. Leeds Crown Court heard that 44-year-old Stephen Eyre from Shipley approached the victim in the street. He lured the boy back to a flat and threatened to cut his throat if he didn't do as he was told. The Health Secretary, Patricia Hewitt, has been heckled and jeered whilst delivering a speech to the Royal College of Nursing's annual conference in Bournemouth. She told delegates they had to be realistic about the challenges facing the NHS. Mrs Hewitt was also booed earlier this week at the Unison Conference. West Sussex has been named as one of the ten worst counties in Britain for buying four-by-fours. The nationwide figures show that despite environmentalists raising concerns about the levels of harmful emissions from the vehicles, motorists still can't get enough of them. The MP for Lewis, Norman Baker, told Jeremy Clarkson on BBC Southern Counties Radio, people who drive four-by-fours in the city must be mad. I'm not objecting to people using uh, four-wheel drives for, when, for the purpose of which they're designed, which is... Uh 
off-road and in country conditions. Most of them seem to use their 4 by 4 as a kind of status symbol to get around towns. The only time they go off-road is when they mount the pavement. A 63-year-old man has been charged with two firearm offences after a garden at a house in Dunsfold was searched by Surrey police. Douglas Bernstein, who's a US citizen, has been charged with the unlawful possession of a firearm and ammunition. He has been bailed and is due before South West Surrey Magistrates Court on Friday. The big issue office in Brighton is going mobile from next week. The office, which is a pick-up point for vendors in East Sussex to collect their magazines, is shutting as the lease is up. Instead, the company plans to use vans to deliver magazines to different towns around Sussex. A final decision on Southern Water's application to build wastewater works at Peacehaven has been deferred again by East Sussex County Council. Further negotiations will now take place between the council and the company on a number of points, including issues to do with access, noise and adequate replacement of a playing field. There's been more than a thousand objections to Southern Water's plans. Sheltered accommodation for a group of elderly people in Polgate may close down because the building isn't up to standard. Tarmill Place opened 30 years ago but now needs major work, including a complete rewiring. Wildon District Council say they may have to close it down completely. The residents are determined to stay. The council spokesman Jim Van den Boss says the options are limited. We'll do our best to keep them close together and as near to Polgate as we can. But obviously we're sort of tied down by our own options as of what accommodation we have. But we really want to try and do the best for these residents. And police are investigating the theft of a lawn from a 92-year-old woman's garden in Cambridgeshire. The thieves took the turf from outside Ivy Mison's bungalow in Peterborough days after it had been laid and carted the turf away in her neighbour's wheelie bin. You're up to date with the news on BBC Southern Counties Radio. It's four minutes past six. BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. No. No, here. Oh, me. Who's doing? You. Hi. Uh, now we return to the uh, well, the only thing that matters on the road tonight. The huge queue down at the southern end of the M25. And James, what have you got for us? Well, I think there's not much you can do about the traffic. You can't turn around. So the only option is one of mine and Hammond's in-car games. Ah, yes. And I would suggest dashboard spot the difference. Good choice. Yeah. If there's two of you in the car, if there's only one of you, you're a bit stuffed, really, unless you're sort of schizophrenic or something. But anyway, one of you looks away. The other one, no, let's start that again. <laughs> this is rough. You both look at the dashboard. Yeah. Player A memorises the position of all the knobs and the sliders and the stalks and all that sort of thing. Then he looks away for 15 seconds while the other player moves one thing. And then the first player looks back again and he's got 10 seconds to work out what's different. It's genius. You'll be glad there's a traffic jam. Your only problem will be it's not long enough. You and I played that for about five hours. Days. There's the other one. There's another one these two play which just shows how dreary they are. They have a, an aerial. Our uh, longest finger to, in the world. <laughs> they try to operate bits of the car yeah. by poking the switches that with the aerial. Skill That's difficult. So there you are. If you're stuck in that traffic jam in the southern part of the M23, sorry, M25, near the junction with the M23 clockwise, anti-clockwise, going one way around. Anti-clockwise. Anti-clockwise. Then uh, there you are. A couple of suggestions to to while away the hours. Alison, have you got anything to add to that? (laughs) Yes, well, I'll be... I'll be a little bit more specific for you. Uh, <laughs> over in the west, 14 to 11, that's anti-clockwise. Heathrow to Chertsey, that's all crawling. And staying anti-clockwise, looking really sorry for itself, I'm afraid. Uh, from about 8 at Rygate, right through to Godstone at 6. Uh, all horribly slow and crawling after all those earlier problems. And just one problem on a local route in Rye, very slow on the A259 eastbound between the A268 and Rye Road. And public transport. 
transport still looking really good, Jeremy. It doesn't look good, either. You said last time it was Running good. Running to time, then. I don't look at trains and think, hmm, that <laughs> looks good. I have just seen a TVR drive by the camera there. So he's in about 100, 150 yards without breaking down so that's, once. So that's going to be a traffic jam when it does finally let go. Alison, thank you very much indeed. Hello, good evening. A fair amount of cloud around at the moment, but there are some holes in it allowing for some late spells of sunshine. And in light west to northwest winds, feeling pleasantly mild through this evening. The sun sets just after a quarter past eight, then a dry night with quite large amounts of cloud at first, although the clear spells will become lengthier through the small hours. Temperatures dropping to between seven and nine Celsius with a light northwest wind. It's a bright and fine start to the day tomorrow with good amounts of sunshine. Like today, the cloud will tend to bubble up and spread out a bit, but still some bright or sunny intervals into the afternoon. There is the possibility of a light passing shower, but on the whole, it's a dry and bright day with light northwest winds and highs between 14 and 16 Celsius, locally 17 in the best of any sunshine. Still the chance of a brief passing shower on Friday. Again, for many, it will stay dry with some sunny spells appearing through the cloud. Highs between 14 and 16 Celsius with light northerly winds. Saturday continues quiet and settled with broken cloud and sunny periods. The best of these early and late in the day and temperatures peaking at 15 Celsius or 59 Fahrenheit. Over the inshore water, until 1700 Thursday, west or southwest winds veering northerly, force two or three, the visibility becoming mainly good and the sea state smooth. And finally, the current pressure in Brighton is 1,020 millibars, that's 30.13 inches, and falling slowly. BBC Southern Counties Radio, BBC Southern Counties Radio, what? the new sound of Sussex. Well, it was time. Showers in April, whatever next. I thought that was quite tight. What's, what? Look what's happened to our feed. I should. I, I apologise for this. It's it's just jammed. It looks like everybody's just parked at random all over the M25. Can I do a big explanation? Yeah. If you've just joined us. Good evening. This is still BBC Southern Counties Radio. Uh, it's not your usual hosts, uh, Richard or Mark, because you have Jeremy James and Richard from Top Gear. And as part of... Do you know when you sit down with your mates and you come up with an idea and it seems like a really, really good one? We did. And it seemed like a really good idea. Well, actually, it was Jeremy's fault. He said, how hard can doing a drive-time radio show be? How hard is it, Jeremy? Quite hard, because I've just been looking at what it is we're supposed to have been doing, and there's a thing called time of your life. Ah, yes. Ah, we haven't done that. And it, we have to give people clues, and then they phone in to see if... I haven't got any. No, I've got some there. clues ready. Right. It, how does it work? I give the clues there, and we play some records. Right, we hid behind that jingle, and we've come to the conclusion we can't do it. Why? It's too complicated. We, it's too late. It's a piece of cake. You have to guess the year I'm talking about. From no, I tell you what, record. I'm... You were asking how hard it is to do this. Yeah. It's quite hard, I admit. But I was just looking at those salaries. You know, Terry Wogan, £800,000 a year, 630 for Chris Moyles, Chris Evans, 540. You'd practice for that, wouldn't you? I mean, I you get, there's a lot of money for doing this. I still wouldn't do it. Well, not even for £800,000 a year. You wouldn't no. come and just sit and chat away and well, then you play can't. some music. That's the thing. You can't just come and sit and chat away. As we've proved, if you do that, it turns into a disaster. You have to be good at it. Yeah, uh, that's point. Yeah. Uh, nine minutes past six. Annabelle is on the line from Polgate. Hi. Hello. Hello. 
Tell us, uh, what are you called in for? Well, I just ran in to say that I think your programme is absolutely wonderful. Yes! Yes, uh, yes. Nobody likes, likes us normally. Yeah, well, I've nearly abandoned Southern Counties Radio since it changed its nature. But... Oh, now it's getting politically embarrassing for all concerned. <laughs> it's very but funny. Luckily, We're enjoying so it. So you like, well, you like this programme or the programme that it'll eventually end up on on television? I'll settle for either. And then I had, a, I had an absolute brainwave. Oh, go on. Because I can't learn to love Gordon Astley, who does the morning programme and I drive to work. Oh, that's nice personal stuff. And I wonder whether Jeremy would like to do it. No, I don't live in Brighton or indeed anywhere near it, unfortunately. <sighs> um, so, so that's, it would take me age. We were talking about Brighton on the way down here. The problem with it is cut off. It is a bit you think it's okay for going to London, but it's not okay for going anywhere else. Are you from Brighton? Sorry, we haven't checked on that. No, no, I'm not from Brighton, but it's all right if you've got a boat. Yeah, no, I thought about that. It was one of the things I was going to do on the traffic news. Is if you live on the south coast and you work in Brighton, why don't you come in on a boat? Why would you? Why would you drive? I wouldn't drive, and I'd just bash her out in the. There's no piers to crash into now anymore either. Are there? I don't think. That's a lot easier. Annabelle, thank you very much for thank your... Thank you very much. That's We've just right. had a... That's right. It's a been a real voice. pleasure listening to you Thank today. you. We haven't finished yet. We've got another oh. 50 minutes. Uh, Jack from Dorking called to say he's really enjoying the show. Can we have you on more often, please? And then the nurse took the phone away from him. Yeah, it happens like yeah. that. Hello, Polly. Oh, yes, darling. Uh, oh, hello. Is this... Are you ringing? Hello, yes. Nice or nasty? Um... Am I there through to, to Jeremy? Yes, no, we're all here. Uh, James is here as look, well. Darling, um, well. I think they were, going to play, darling, they were going to play something called A Breath of Fresh Air or The Time of My Life. You have actually given me the time of my life for the last two hours. Almost. Oh, thank you. You really have, because, I mean, doing, doing a, a traffic report is very boring. It either goes all the way up the M25 or, or down the other way, and then it gets stuck. Yeah. I know, and have you noticed as well, traffic reports always talk about places... I drive home on the A40 out of London every yeah. year, and mm-hmm. they always talk about Gypsy Corner. I've been doing that journey for 10 years. I have no clue where it is at Gypsy oh, Corner. Oh, I don't know where Wrigley Bottom is either. I don't, or Clackett's <laughs> Lane. Do you know where Clackett's Lane is? I have no um, idea. No, but I know where Christmas Pie is. Where's that? That's in Normandy. Um, oh, that's in Surrey. In Normandy and Surrey? That's right. Oh, yes. I see. I thought you meant Normandy over in the between, other side. In between Aldershot and Guildford. I have no idea what you two well, are no, doing. Ta- well, no, Look, this we're is the problem. Ourselves. Traffic that reports. Really Traffic reports. It does, all I want to know is, how do I get round it? What's the road? And that was what I ought to do, actually. If someone can go and get me a road map, I might be able to find a well, route Well, if I round. had to drive with you, my love, I would just close my eyes and hope for the best. You're and, me feel uh, Ill, Polly. But I know that I would get there. That's not natural. Polly, Thank you'd you. love it. You'd Bye. love it. I, I, Thank I, you. I bet. And please, um, Southern Counties Radio, uh, please come back again, Jeremy. I'm, I'm not a person to kind of adore people, but oh, cool. I think what like you've it. given is such a great lift. Polly, the whole programme. Thank you very much. Richard, I'm sorry about Polly. I hope you're still listening. It's Richard. He really gets in an awful temper when that sort of thing happens. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's like when people give him copies of my book to sign. Oh, well, he oh. almost explodes with rage. <laughs> in that case, just, a lot of those. just slap his hand. You can't All right. reach. Okay, go <laughs> on. Well, thank you very much for calling. We're oh, moving on now to... Please come again. Polly, thank thank you. you. Don't you hate it when radio stations spend the whole time going, and we're brilliant, and then... So, what have you done? No, I just like it when people ring up and go, you're brilliant, because that never happens in my life, ever. People ring up... I mean, it's all of it. Well, I don't know about John. He'd written that in crayon, his message from Dawkins saying he's enjoying the show. Right. Oh, that was definitive. James, what have you got? James May. I haven't got the news, but I can make some up. Well, we've got a record anyway. Okay. um, Windsor resident, the Queen, has eloped today with John Nettles, star of uh, Bergerac. Um... 
I can't stand anymore. Natalie Imbruglia and Shiver. Oh no. Well, it's just there. What can it What do? happened to the jam? What, what happened to our like, we Natalie Imbruglia oh, no. and Shiver and Jeremy, get off the computer. I've just worked out how your computer works. Ah, you've done a bad thing there. Right, it's time for the quarter past headlines at 17 minutes past. <laughs> <laughs> James? James. Hello, I'm James May and this is the Were news. Charles Clark says he wants to keep his job and sort out the mess caused by the letter of prisoners release and they were foreign and they should have been deported. The Health Secretary, Patricia Hewitt, has been jeered by nurses at the Royal College of Nursing's annual conference in Bournemouth. Reasonably enough, Neil Kinnock says he deserves his ow, £800 fine totally and utterly, utterly and totally after he was caught speeding twice in the Empire. I actually think it's rather harsh. Weather's dry, some cloud. That it? Yep. That was good, thank you. Oh. Have you been nice to someone today? Thank you very much for holding that door. That's very kind of you. That's all right. We have. How did that make you feel when oh, Toby really gave you nice. some flowers? No, it's really nice. Look smiley. <laughs> and we aim to keep it up for at least the rest of the week. We're very pleased they would hand over some chocolates to you. We've just been round the corner to the supermarket. You can distribute these amongst your colleagues as you feel free to patients on the ward. If you've been performing any random acts of kindness, let us know. Phone the action desk. 0800 888 Just wanted to say how nice I think your sunglasses were. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Your kind station. Have a nice day. Thank you. BBC Southern Counties Radio. Yes, now while we've been here, obviously most people in the radio station have, well, have hidden, really, haven't they? Yes. They're worried, scared. Well, there's a lot of people sitting out there, to be brutally honest, who are on telephones going, no, I'm really sorry, it is just for one day. Yeah. I promise things return to normal. There's a lot of anger. Tomorrow, yeah. However... Somebody likes us in Who? the station. Who? I don't know, but they like us because they've made this. I haven't heard it yet, but they've made it specially for us. Personal traffic, traffic service Jeremy from Adams BBC Bird. Two's biggest motoring show. Yeah. Anti-clockwise seems to be absolutely appalling tonight. Godston's jammed up at Junction 6. Oxted, it's completely jammed up. Barrow grip. Don't use it. Don't use it. Stay at work. Be productive and buy a helicopter. You, my son, have had it. It's like a little trail. It was a sort of trail for the travel news, which I can't do. Well, hang on. I've got everything ready for your big satellite moment. BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Go on, then. It's gone. The satellite has gone. The Americans are using it in Iraq or something. It's gone. We haven't got it anymore. It doesn't exist. It's the 20. feed is over. I'm unable to give you anything. We're going to have to go back to normal traffic now. It's 20 past six. This I know. Is Russia. I'm sorry. I'll tell you. I'll, okay, I'll do travel for you. Ready? Yeah. Um, there's absolutely appalling traffic tonight in the centre of Brighton, all the way up the A23 to the uh, M23. The M23 is utterly solid right the way up to the M25 and then I'm afraid clockwise the M25 from the M23 right the way around to the M40 solid the M40 all the way up to the A40 to Oxford 
This is my route home I'm just doing. I'm just getting people off it. Alison, you got anything to add? <laughs> you are so outrageous, aren't you? <laughs> I'll give you an accurate one now. Okay, the M25 anti-clockwise, 14 to 11. That's Heathrow down to Chertsey. Actually, the speeds are picking up a little bit there now. Uh, anti-clockwise, though, looking sorry for itself still, 8 through to 6. That's Rygate down to Godstone, all after those earlier problems. And if you're heading up towards the Dartford Tunnel, you're going to meet some short queue there as well. Elsewhere in Rye, uh, looks like that accident on the A259 has cleared. But a little bit out of our patch, but in South Wimbledon, we do have a serious fire that's closed off the A218 Haydens Road, both ways between Merton High Street and Queen's Road. A lot of congestion there. And as Jeremy rightfully said, it is quite slow in Brighton, but just along the A259 King's Road, just around West Street. Yes, anybody driving badly on your cameras because we've lost our feed. Anyone you want to report? Are they all driving brilliantly? Sure, uh, them, Alison. She's got Alison in How is it? <laughs> yes, I think they're all driving very sensibly, oh. actually. Well, just wait. No, Sorry no, to bore you. In about 48 minutes, I'll be one of them. That'll be the end of that. Now. Thank you very much. Stay ahead of the traffic with BBC Southern Counties Radio. Okay, The Apprentice is one of BBC Two's most popular programmes. One of. Yeah, what, what, there are other popular one programmes of. on BBC. Okay, it's back on tonight. Uh, so which of the final five candidates will sink or swim as they're taken on board a cruise liner and t- tasked, asked to come up with weird you and wacky ideas. No, I didn't. To improve the... I never, ever read anything I haven't <laughs> written. Uh, to improve the experience for the ship's holidaymakers. Uh, so, who's likely to be the overall winner? One woman who's more likely to know the most is Joe Cameron, described by Sir Alan Sugar as a nutter. Joe was fired in week six, and she's on the line now. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Hello there. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic, thank you. I've been very amused. I have to say, by your travel report, so that was <laughs> my travel. Re- they yeah, would, they would have worked quite well if the satellite had worked. <laughs> I think that's why America keeps invading the wrong countries because their satellites don't work. <laughs> Going, oh, I don't know where they're going. Oh, hell, is this Iran? Oh, no, hell, we're going to Iran. <laughs> so, listen, can I just ask something? Um, yeah. I missed, and I'm really cross about this, the week when you were fired. Oh, my goodness, and cars and all. How can you believe? I was on holiday that week, so I was abroad and missed it. What went wrong? Well, yeah, I didn't take enough orders, did I? <laughs> Which is hilarious for the ex-national sales manager, MG Sport and Racing, is it not? So it were you, uh, were you MG Sport and Racing? Absolutely, I was indeed, yeah. So you piloted that into a hillside? <laughs> well, that little SV that you drove around the circuit, yeah, I had a little bit of an involvement in that, which was uh, quite interesting, shall we say. It bashed me on the head, that car. That's what I remember about <laughs> it, it most did, of all. Indeed, I went around the corner yeah, and it just went, I'm going to hit <laughs> it on the head. It did indeed, yeah. So uh, it went... all went a bit wrong then. Now, can I just, there's one thing, you were billed as the nutty, you were billed as the loony. I thought you were just edited to look like a loony. I don't think you're a loony at all. Right. Well, yeah, I think that's a bit of me some of the time. So it's not all of me all of the time, but in the programme, yeah, there was a definitely a bit of nutter shit going on, wasn't there? Yeah. Why, was, you, why did you... I know, I've got a, my question, uh, crying. I want to know how much you cried. I want to, well, that was my question, and we both thought of that at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I want to know. If it was like <laughs> an ordinary day, how many times? Come on, I don't think I've actually cried so much ever since. And you know, what it is, you're just so overwhelmed by everything, you know? And it's like being away from home with all those people in the house, and the house is worth millions. I'm basically overwhelmed by it all, I think. But it's hilarious. Okay, can I just ask? Yes. Who do you think's going to win it? 
Well, I really like Michelle because, unlike me, she's cool and calm and collected. Is uh, she the, she's not the, the lesbian. She's the blonde one. She's the blonde one, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it Ruth? Uh, Yeah, Ruth is the salesperson, yeah. Okay, Ruth, yeah, so there's Ruth, and then there's the blonde girl. Now, she's the one, slightly flared nostrils. Uh. (laughs) That's what I'm remembering. There's always slightly. And then you've got Saeed, who thought that Wandsworth Bridge was a railway bridge in London last week. Did you see that? I did see that. did, yeah. That was very funny. And poor old Dunn. Yeah. He, was he a nice chap? <laughs> he is a nice... He's busy beavering away in the background, isn't he, you know? But I think basically what he said last week was he's had enough, you know, so his time would come, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. Now, what do you think has been the main reason this programme's been nearly as successful as Top Gear? I... I... <laughs> <Very new. laughs> That's quite I, I think because it's like a really basic format of the show, isn't it? And uh, it attracts so many different age ranges because of the characters, the tasks, you know, the personality. And it's just avid viewing. I just love it. I know I'm in it, but it's just great viewing, isn't it? It's it is. It's fantastic. Now, so what do you do? Now you've been... Did you have a job before you went on it? <laughs> well, I work for myself, yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah, so I Doing what? I'm working myself. Well, basically, um, I, my, tra- my background is in um, diversity training and HR consultancy. And that just so meaningless. That's just a noise. <laughs> okay, well, so you had, a, you had a job as a freelance... Yeah. Something or other, dealing yeah. with people. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so do you now just go back to that? Is that Well, I've actually just launched a website um which helps minorities get into better jobs and uh, the title is the best name of the website. It's called yourhired.co.uk. Good. That's <laughs> so, a very good idea. Um, you're genius, hired. isn't it? You know, so when I'm you really say what sort of minorities? All very sorts. tall people, um, very uh, small with, people. Yeah, well, very older people, yeah, some older people, some people with disabilities, and those people that generally uh, just find it a bit difficult to get jobs, because I don't like discrimination, so I'm going to ruffle a few fellows and help uh, people get some better jobs out of it, yeah. Okay, well, good for you, and thank you ever so much for coming to no talk problem. to us. Thank um, you Best of luck with everything. Yeah, thank, thank you very you, much. Jo. Enjoy Bye, the rest jo. of the show. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. How often do you reckon she really cries? She doesn't cry. She's not a nutter. They needed a nutter. You know what it's like. We do it on Top Gear all the time. You edit things to make them look... So, does that mean, like, when you watch Top Gear, you're not really overbearing? At the no, show, and you're six foot three. That's amazing. Yeah. That's telly, isn't it? Hello, Helen. Hello there. You're calling from Fleet, aren't you? I'm afraid I am, yes. What are you doing? What are you calling about? Well, I just wanted to say how well I thought you Top Gear guys were doing on yeah. the... Um, we think so, too. I've got a question. Ask away. Thank you very much. The fleet service is there on the M3. Can you still do the fleet cheat? Uh, No, you can't, sadly. Have they really? They've stopped it? Yeah, they've stopped it, yes. You used to be able to, I'm just explaining to Richard Hamden, you used to be able to turn off at the services and then get into fleet through a little back way. Yes, you could, yeah. Yeah, And it was called the fleet cheat without having to go all the way onto the next junction all the way back again. And they've stopped, what have they done? Put bollards up? Um, No, they've got um, a... or drop down, what do they call them? A drop down um, bollards. bollards thing. Right, I'm going to get a Hummer. Yeah, well, that's the only com- way, actually, provided I'm there to see you do it. Why? I've done it again. What's it? Oh, Hammond. Oh, I say. I'm sorry. Why are you there to see me? Are you a policeman?est Good Lord, no. I just would. I, it would just amuse me okay. immensely, and I've always wanted one of those things. Well, a My husband feet. said it, yeah, because he, he thinks my driving's interesting, you know. No, no, but don't listen to him. <laughs> Don't listen to him. But can I just ask one thing? When are you smaller than your husband? Oh gosh, yes. When you get out, do you put the car seat back for him, or do you leave it where you? Oh no, I leave it where it is. Ah! Yeah. And <laughs> do you complain to him about the loose seat? I bet you do. Never. 
never. It doesn't bother me. That see, that's what thing. I get. It's I get just it. a man thing. See, you can't be. You can't help it. You can't help being a man. Yeah, I mean, you can't help leaving the car seat so far forward. I can't get it. Well, not you, yes, obviously. Right. I don't Charlie thinks that if he carries on like this, he'll probably end up with a. Um, hernia but as i say to him that's the least of his worries i said when he gets in my car i never complain about having to pull the seat forward see? no because you can physically get in and do have you just what have you just done nothing helen's still here yeah what is i'm sorry is he just doesn't... he's just he, he's honestly. playing isn't it you, you, just... you three have never had so much fun in your lives he just keeps pushing that button well, if you're gonna give me grief, <laughs> thank I'm you very much buttons. for calling oh, I'm going to kill right. him. well I'll done be, thank you bye-bye Helen, thank you very much indeed for calling Put this in. On. We've got the headlines coming around at half past, which is minutes away. We've just got time to talk to Peter from Chichester. Hello. Hello there. Hello there. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm really enjoying the show, although I must admit I wouldn't want it every day. No, no it's a, don't it's worry. A we won't get it, will we? Yeah, no. No, I promise it's, no. it's back to normal tomorrow. I do apologise for being so disorganised. I really did think you just came and talked, and then when you ran out of things to say, you put a record on. And I don't, simply... remember it, I don't remember it being this complicated. There's a lot of buttons. There are, well, honest. there's four, and well, you yeah, push the wrong one every time. And now I've, not, I've now got to write the headlines, so chat away. Have you? Yes, uh, I'm writing a headline. Peter, what did you call in for? Did you call in to tell uh, us oh. we're lovely or anything else? Yeah, yeah I enjoy all the programmes you're in. I think your brilliant sense of humour and uh, yeah. enjoyed the uh, five o'clock show. Can you write that. some of this down for me, maybe, and perhaps post it to an address, and then I can just keep it forever. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I was wondering how um, Mr. Pillock, um, sorry, Kinnock, uh, managed to get caught twice, and Jeremy, with all his fast driving, managed uh, to keep a clean license. Now, what does that tell you about the way we drive and how responsible we actually are? Well, he's ginger and he's Welsh. <laughs> well, and you know what? I can remember back into a few years now, actually, Neil Kinnock turned a Ford Sierra over on the M4. Do you remember that? I think he was. Le- I, I think he was I leaving. Don't, but it's quite a feat, I should imagine. No, he did. He turned a Sierra over, so he's plainly either an aggressive yobbo. Uh, or he's a uh, former leader of the Labour Party. Either way, hey. Peter, thank you very much. We have to move on towards the headlines, but thanks for calling okay. in. We turned to Sierra over on Top Gear, do you remember? We I'm writing the headlines. You haven't got to I'm writing the... Because somebody else is going to do it. Honestly. Evening, the Home Secretary Charles Clark is resisting calls for him to resign over the release of foreign prisoners who should have been assessed for deportation. He says he wanted to put the situation right. The Conservatives and the Liberal Democrats say he should go now. A convicted murderer who raped a 10-year-old boy whilst out on licence has been jailed for life at Leeds Crown Court. Stephen Eyre admitted abducting the boy within a year of his release. The former Labour leader, Lord Kinnock, has been banned from driving for six months and fined £800 after admitting two charges of speeding. He said the ban was inconvenient but fair. A final decision on Southern Water's application to build waste waterworks at Peacehaven has been deferred by East Sussex County Council again. And further negotiations will now take place between the two sides and the company on a number of points, including issues to do with access and noise. There have been more than a 1,000 objections to Southern Water's plans. You're up to date with the news on BBC Southern Counties Radio. I'm Pete Wilson. BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Looking We're not messing at... around this time, Alison. You were waiting for us. Weren't you? It's actually <laughs> yeah. grown-up real travel. Go. The M25 and clockwise. No messing about. Watch. Don't this. shut up. No, watch us be grown up. You won't believe it. Anti-clockwise. See? Fourteen to eleven. Heathrow down to Chertsey. Speed. Where's Heathrow? Heathrow. Oh, Heathrow. Heathrow. No, Heathrow down to Chertsey. No, Heathrow. Do you want my job? No. <laughs> and I'll have yours. No. no. Okay. 
14 down to 11, Heathrow to Chertsey. Speed's picking up a little bit there. Uh, staying anti-clockwise, those queues 8 to 6 actually have turned a corner, and it's just 8 to 7 now that's looking a little bit heavy and slow, but it's generally getting better. On our local routes in Compton, we've got a broken-down car on the A3. That's southbound at Manor Way. It's just before the turn-off for the A31. We've got a serious fire in South Wimbledon. That's closed off the A218, Haydens Road, both ways between Merton High Street and Queen's Road. And public transport has a clean bill of health. You can update us 08459 I'm Alison Mead, BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Thank you. Well, can I just say, my news headlines were better. Well, I had Cliff, Ratch- Cliff Richard had been taken by bats. Brighton Pier had turned into solid gold. I've got loads. Uh, yeah, we're we doing sport. No, I want the Could weather. Could be doing first. the sport. You want the weather? Yeah. Weather is. Go on, weather. Go weather. I'll do we it. can do it. I'll do it. It's going to be slightly grey tonight and cloudy, but tomorrow should be okay. Yeah, that'll do. That's nice. That kind of says it all. <laughs> Sounds like weather to me. What, why do you just keep playing jingles? Why does it just sport? I can do it. What's he done? Ding, 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 Let's kick off with the sport. Thank you, guys. Now, <laughs> bad day by Sussex. They're playing Hampshire at the Rose Bowl. Didn't work out for them very well. They only made 212. Chris Adams, 64. Carl Hopkinson, 45. Rana, 38. Three wickets apiece for Dominic Thornley and Sean Irvine. Michael Brown was then caught behind by Andrew Hodd off Rana to the very first ball of the innings. The latest Hampshire, 29 for one. Much better day for Surrey against Leicestershire at Grace Road. Surrey, 307 for four. Mark Ramper. Cash 113. Mark Butcher is 69, not out. Test cricket's highest run scorer, Brian Lara, has taken over from Shivnarine Chanderpaul as the captain of the West Indies. It's the third time that he's taken on that role. The Manchester City manager, Stuart Pearce, has admitted that he has no idea what the offside law is at the moment. He's called on football's lawmakers to scrap existing regulations about whether players are active or not. Pierce feels that the current law is making the job of the linesman impossible. To be quite honest with you, as soon as they clear it up, the better. If you're offside, you're offside. If you're not offside, you're not offside. Make it nice and clear. I used to defend, and if there's someone between me and the goalkeeper, they're offside. That's the only way to clear it up, because otherwise you're making a law to the game and then putting a grey area in that law, and you're asking people to to decipher what is and what isn't. You know, I think they've got an impossible job, the officials. I've no idea what the offside law is at the moment. I'll be the first one to admit that, and I manage one of the teams in the Premiership. Well, a sensible football manager, is that allowed? Tonight, Arsenal will learn whom they'll be playing in the European Cup final. It should be Barcelona. After all, they're at home in the new camp and already lead AC Milan by a goal to nil. Here at home, we've got a rehearsal for the FA Cup final. West Ham meet Liverpool at Upton Park in the Premiership. The Albion Reserves take on Wickham Wanderers at Worthing. This year's racing at Epsom has begun today with the annual spring meeting. The famous Surrey course will then host Ladies' Day and the Derby, of course, in June. Epsom's general manager, Stephen Wallace, says that he never gets over the majesty of the course. It's when you drive over Langley Vale in the morning and come down the dip over there and you just see this magnificent setting 
you realize how lucky you are not to work in an office in a town center and that this place is just special and it, it's all year round it's it it's it's genuinely a privilege to work here and and, and in my case as a the, how many people think they know what they want to do in life, get the chance to do it and find it's exactly what they thought it was. And it's a very special place to work. Finally, snooker, Scotland's Graham Dott was the first man through to the semi-finals of the World Championships after beating the Australian Neil Robertson 13-12. Also through is Marco Fu, the man from Hong Kong, overcame Ireland's Ken Doherty 13-10. In matches to be finished tonight, Ronnie O'Sullivan leads Mark Williams 10-6. And that's the same score by which Peter Ebden heads Sean Murphy. BBC Southern Counties Radio Sport, I'm John Lees. Yeah, 22 minutes to 7, BBC Southern Counties Radio. Uh, Richard Hammond, Jeremy Clarkson, James May, the guys from Top Gear with you. And uh, ordinarily, Jeremy, you're supposed to like trail and say what you're going to be doing, and we haven't done any of that. We're going to be talking about film, we and we're going to be but going on. We are, can I, before we do that, can I play a record? Do you mind? Really have to go, mate. We're going to have a pee. I've got to have a pee. How long's that record? Uh, three minutes, 16, and getting shorter. Hurry up, go. Right over. I'm going to go and sit over there. Are you the film lady? I am, indeed. Hello, is that? I I, so I do do apologise, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Richard Hammond has popped out and has not popped back again, so that's me on the wrong side of the desk trying to operate everything. I've been joined by Catherine Chambers. You're here to talk about film, indeed. I, I think, <laughs> and we've had a court. Wait a minute, is there a? What's the hello? Is there somebody there? Is anybody there? Hello, what? Oh. I may have. You left me alone on the wrong side of the of desk. Slightly shorter than anticipated. Sorry, carry on as you were, everybody. This is Catherine Richard. Hello. Catherine. Hello. Hi, now, Catherine, um, what have you been to see at the cinema? Okay, um, let's kick off with 16 Blocks which is a cop thriller directed by Richard Donner, the man behind the Lethal Weapon series. Yeah. You may be familiar with him. Um, this is basically Bruce Willis doing what Bruce Willis does, which is play a world-weary detective. Here, he's got to uh, escort a criminal um, 16 blocks to court, but when but there's an attempt to gun him down, basically, and both of them, him and the criminal, played by Moss Death, no, no, end up on the run. What was that? I don't know. What's going on? Don't do that. We're in the middle. Because I was just thinking of an intelligent question for Catherine. And I wonder what it is. I had a question because there seems to be this tend... So I pressed it. There's a tendency in films these days to shrink them down. You know, Panic Room was filmed in that. And then there was the Colin Farrell in a phone box. There was. High concept. High concept movies they are. They're what? High concept. Movie. What, where they just put it all in a plane or a phone box or something like yeah. that? And now they've done it in 16 blocks. <laughs> so is Bruce in a vest? Bruce has actually got a bit of hair in this film. I know, shock. 
Sure, that's probably the most exciting thing in the film. No, actually, um, aside from Moss Death, who plays the criminal, who is a bit of a motor mouth and drives you insane, it's actually pretty good. It's just is what it? you'd ex- Yeah, you know, it's it's a kind of um, fast-paced action movie, but it's a solid and dependable film. And um, I'd like to describe it as uh, it never stalled for a minute. Every time you wake up, there was a lot of noise going on. Yes, yeah, you know, it doesn't stall. See, I'm trying to get a few, you know, puns in here. So. No, no, I'm not. The audience, they're rolling around. <laughs> they are. They really are rolling around. So, what's this on the... T- I do, for- forgive me, mm. but there seems to be something now, on the television. Well, now, it's because in a short while, we're going to be joining up with the TV. And right now, on the TV, they're playing bits of Top Gear and us arriving here today. See, look, we're on the television. That's now. on the television. Well, I, I do... Right. No, I'm, I just intrigued. Intrigued. <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to seeing 16 Blocks because I do blocks. like Bruce Willis. I'm mm. quite looking forward to I am seeing. looking forward. I will be seeing it. I shall be buying it. That's me. Yes, Mind, that's, is that yes. live? Jeremy Clarkson, it says, Top Gear presenter. I'd write something else under there. And no, any minute now, we're going to be live. It's all right. I've got control. But where's the camera? Um, I don't know where that is. It's not our worry. Where is the camera? Do we have a camera to look? Oh, this one. What? Oh, but he's our cameraman. Not yet. Yeah, but they've plugged it in. I do apologise, ladies and gentlemen. This has just gone completely mad. This isn't meaning a lot for you at home. If you're listening, we are the Top Gear presenters and, uh, well, two of them. James has gone. I don't no, know. no, this is James. Is it? Hi, James. Hi. You're looking Hi. lovely. Yeah, I know. It Amazing transformation. It, the mm. hair's better. Mm, uh, and uh, th- there's... I look tired. And we're going we're gonna to link up very shortly with... The, the so we'll carry on about films. How will we know when we're linking because up? Because they'll tell me in my ear. Okay. James oh. is back. James is back. Sorry, just wait there, James, because we're just in the middle of films. What else have you got apart okay, from okay. 16 um, blocks? Freedom Land, which... Oh, hang Freedom on, guys. Land. We're going to be Freedom linking Land. up any second now. You better sit down again, James, because... Uh, we're Television, to... they're on radio. We're going to break into their show now. Hello, fellas. Where are you? Let's have a look. Uh, hey, hello. hello. We are making the most appalling mess of what I think is a very respectable and respected radio station. <laughs> I think I think it might have been. What are you doing in Brighton, fellas? Messing stuff up. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> the problem is, is I've never really liked the way that you, the, oh, the travel news is done on radio shows, so I thought I can do that better. I've come down here and found I can't. No, it's gone back. Oh, oh dear. This? Hey, look, it looks like Richard's done a bit of radio before. What about the rest of you? Can, can we not talk about Richard, that? Richard, I should... embarrassing. Oh, don't be embarrassed. No, it didn't go entirely well. I've, pr- I've done a lot of this sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Richard did the... Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I've, there's millions of... Bu- I've done it. Okay. Richard did the lamb adoption um, reading out list 25 minutes at a time. Yeah. 25 minutes of reading out lamb's names on Radio Cumbria. years ago. And all the way down here, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. We have had Thin Lizzy blowing the boys are back in town yeah. 64 times yeah. this afternoon. I'm oh, sorry, Richard. I wish I had an ass now. We love it. <laughs> now, James, we'll have a word with you. That on the chance you might give us a serious answer. What are you doing in Brighton? Oh, we're doing the radio show. It really is. I know that, (laughs) but you could have gone to Wiltshire for that or Tunbridge Wells. You're doing a Top Gear programme down there. No, we. we, James's sense of direction is such that we were going to Wiltshire, (laughs) but he just drove here. Can I just explain the reason we are genuinely here? Genuinely. Is there one? Nobody else would let us do this. I don't believe that. And after today's performance, is anyone else going to invite you? Do you know, in all seriousness, we did actually ask Radio 1 if they'd let us do that. And and they said, well, I'm... It was a short so. answer, wasn't it? Yes. And on that bombshell, we're going to blow you out. Fellas, thank you very much yeah, indeed. Great thank to you. talk to you. Bye-bye. Thanks bye. very much. Get bye. Us now. Um, so, now, this is confusing. Now we're back with you. Yeah, no, we're back. Band. But you've no, got to go because I'm in the middle of films. I'm sorry about this because I'm talking to Catherine about films. So, James, if you just go hey, two seconds. Are we on the telly right now or the radio? I'm we're sorry. on the radio and the telly. But say, the, we're not on the well, telly. Now. The nice girl who talks about films has made my headphones smell all perfume. Yes, good. Look, get out of the seat because, James... 
It's James, fabulous. James. What? Really? The new sound of Sussex. BBC Southern Counties Radio. <laughs> So, that one that we were on just were before we, we went to? on the television yes. was Freedom Land. Freedom Land, yeah. Never gets out of first gear, this one. Sorry, I'll stop. Nice. I one. like, got that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one is Julianne Moore, who plays a... Like it, her. You're right. It's getting the thumbs up. She's the victim of a carjacking. Um, Samuel Jackson is the detective in charge of finding the missing child. He's, He's even more bald than Bruce Willis in True Life. He's terrible in this. Is he? He's terrible, yeah. No yeah, such it, thing it, as a bad it, Sam Jackson movie. Oh, God, it is another notch on his slide to mediocrity, I'm afraid. <gasps> terrible, terrible. I nearly walked out. In fact, no. first game, it doesn't get out of neutral, you know? No. It, it's, it's awful. You, you know, Julianne Moore spends most of the time screaming throughout the whole film. You just want to throttle her. Who directs it? It is directed by... A man. A man, yes. A man or, or a woman. Joe Roth never even heard of no, him. No, no. Okay, so that's an eh, eh for so Freedom no, Land. don't bother with that. Yeah. Um, then we have Metal, A Headbanger's Journey. Close favourite of mine, this one. Yeah, you know, I grew up on rock music. I'm a bit of a... You should have seen you the album like collection I brought. Have Shall you seen the albums I brought down? Oh, my... Okay, Bush. Peter, getting Peter Gabriel. Leonard Skinner yep. getting nearer. Genesis, you won't like. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. I do Mac. like Genesis. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet yeah. Band. The early's no, you won't know. You don't know. Rambling, gambling man, heavy music, cat man, do looking Hang back. On. That's the really, this. really early stuff. Jeremy, we've really got to do the headlines. Okay, go on then. Do a well, headline. I don't like. You know, I'm, it's just it's stuff. That's have it. you got the headlines? Yeah. I've got them. Yeah. No, you do them. I haven't got any headlines. Have you got any headlines? No. Uh, well, hold on. I have just watched the news. Yeah. Okay, go on. Patricia Hodge has been on the news, yes, but the sound wasn't up, so yeah. we have no idea what she was saying. The Doctor Who, man Doctor Who yeah. is on television now. Not not Doctor Who, but somebody talking about it, so that's important. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Richard is back from the bats, and the Queen hasn't eloped with John Nettles. And the weather mainly drives weather... a variable cloud. Yes, <laughs> I think that's... Okay. Now this, more of that very shortly. you should listen, you should get this album. Honestly, Live Bullet is Can I do so the good. Now as well? BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Just checking the highways agency cameras for you on the M25 anti-clockwise. 14 down to 12, that's Heathrow to the M3. It's still pretty heavy, but generally on the move. Staying anti-clockwise, now there are some patches 9 to 8. Leatherhead to Rygate, where it's really groaning under the strain. Lots of pockets of nose-to-tail traffic there. Elsewhere on our local routes around North Camp Farnborough, the A3011 Lynchford Road's pretty busy. That's between the A325 Farnborough Road at the Queen's Roundabout and the Blackwater Valley Relief Road, the A331. A little bit further out of our patch, but it might affect you. In South Wimbledon, there's a serious fire. It's on the A218 Haydens Road. That's been closed both ways between Merton High Street and the Queen's Road. A lot of congestion there as a result, and public transport is behaving itself. You can update us. 08459 I'm Alison Mead, BBC Southern Counties Radio Travel. Alison, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Alison. I'm it's sorry been I was a just pleasure. distracted momentarily. We spoiled your day a bit. But hey, be that's Oh, it's been tomorrow. the best it's been the best broadcast I've had in four years. Really? Was it a bit like <laughs> when you're a kid and the weather was really nice and you could take your books outside at school and it all went a bit bonkers? Was Absolutely. It like okay. It's been great fun. Thank you for everything. Bye-bye. Stay Bye. ahead of the traffic with BBC Southern Counties Radio. 
Right, other films. Right, okay, so moving on from Metal, A Headbanger's Journey, we have... Was it any good, Headbanger's Journey? It's a riff-roaring ride through the history of metal. A riff-roaring ride through the... If you're interested in Judas Priest, there you go. Yeah, yeah, sadly he doesn't feature, but Bruce Dickinson does. Bruce Dickinson. So there you go, and Lemmy from Motorhead. Lemmy out of Motorhead, to give it a... You can't say from... Lemmy out of Motorhead. He's still in Motorhead. No, no, but it's out of... Go on. Moving What's on. What's your next? Enron, the smartest guy in the room. This is a documentary about the collapse of the corporation Enron, which of course rocked the world in 2000. Very, very good. Very intelligent. It well is crafted. good. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Moore doesn't by, direct no, it. No, I was going to so say, if Michael Moore did it, no, I won't be watching. Worry, yeah. Don't need to worry. Don't need to worry. And then Don't Come Knocking, which is a bit of an art house movie by Vim Vendors, who directed Paris, Texas. Any it, nudity in it? No. I won't be watching that. Maybe a little bit, but not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey of self-discovery, and it coasts along rather than... Don't look at me about films. Jeremy's looking expired. at me I am, no, I'm you never watch films. Character-driven drama, that's all you need I to like know about I like character-driven drama, okay. Okay, uh, horror movies, do you like horror movies? I liked The Descent. Very good, The Descent, very yeah. scary. Um, Slither, which is... Oh, it's uh, a remake. Slither's a remake. Slither, Slither yeah, it's a, about um, it's a zombie movie. It's about little worms that go inside you. I saw that in yeah, the original yeah, one in yeah. 1976, I think. Mm-hmm. So is it any good? It accelerates along. At a zippy pace. Um, it's directed by the guy who wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, you know, and it's what you'd get from a zombie movie, basically. Lots of blood, lots of, gu- lots of guts, lots of gore. Mm-hmm. So if you're squeamish, stay away. Okay, brilliant. And we've got the top ten here. And they're all Tristan and his soldier at ten. And American okay. Haunting at nine. Inside Man at eight. Take the lead at seven. She's the man at six. What? No, no, you're supposed to read out and I'll say what they're like. No, no, we can't because okay. they're running oh, out of time. Oh, all right then, I'll read them out. Okay. <laughs> and we've got down to five. You down then five, right. eight below. All right, okay. Okay, Tristan is old, epic medieval adventure. We've done, no, no, you yeah, haven't got time for that. Word John, is a dark one. Start at press four. the button, I'm pressing the button. All right, Duff Satire, American Dream, Scary Movie 4, a parody of a parody, Silent Hill, Mute video games at oh, movies on the Oh! So many! Can you give him his headphones back? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Thank you. It's seven minutes to Catherine, seven. thank you very much, yeah, but it you. is seven minutes to yeah, seven, and James May is back. Where have you been? Thank you for making my headphones smell so lovely. Where did you go, James? I went out in our rubbish Cadillac to see uh, what your programme sounded like out in the real world. Uh, how did it sound, mate? It sounded rubbish. Ah, It is the worst radio program I've ever heard. I mean, it's authentic. You sound like local radio because you've got, you know, there's a mad woman screaming on the phone and you talking in the studio and you interrupting. Yeah. But it's just not relaxing. Righto. And I did ask quite a lot of other local people what they thought of it in their cars. And? Mm. Nobody was listening to it. Right. Well, that's some comfort. It's not gone well. (laughs) Kate, hello. You're calling from Staining. Hello. Hello. Well, nobody's listening to it because we've had such a lot of load of rubbish on the last three weeks since it's changed over. Comfortable news for the radio station. You see, that's awful because the poor chap's sitting at... No. But I must say, your programme's absolutely brilliant this afternoon. Fine. I don't know. I don't think this is a fair fair reflection of the callers that are actually... Because every time I go outside, I'm watching people in in the office going, no, no, I'm sorry, really... Honestly, they won't go in in a minute. I've got one down here. There's one about us, and I can't read a single word other than get those. (laughs) I'm guessing. Yeah, I can't read a single word other than get those. It's It's quite spectacular. Uh, it is. It's so. Uh, I think the the, the well. There's an e- idiot, Jeremy Clarkson, off yeah. the radio. He's yeah. a load of. Then she hung up. Can we see? If Ken... So I've got one that just yeah. says out of Brighton altogether. 
Okay, that's fair enough. Ken, hello in Littlehampton. How are you? Hello there. Nice to talk to you. Nice yep. to speak to people that are famous for a change from the southern counties. We think we are. We think um, you are. I think you are. I think you do very important. When's Top Gear going to return? Next Soon. Week. No, no, we're recording it next Wednesday, so it'll be on next Sunday, week on Sunday, I'm guessing. How can I come out and see Top Gear? Well, you have to go on www.applausestore.com and then you get your tickets from there. www.what, say? Oh, applause store. I don't know. It's where you get tickets for BBC shows. Oh, right. Okay. But I, th- I fear there's a 72-year waiting list now. For <laughs> well, that's all right. I'll be past it. But anyway, thanks for a great programme. A lot better than normal one. At least you didn't talk about sport for two or three hours like they normally that's do. because we don't know anything we, about We sport. actually know nothing about it. We've got more support um, here from Mrs Smith. Hello, Mrs Smith. Hello. Hey, is hey. that Mr Clarkson no, or whoever's I'm at the other end of this phone? Because is, the oh. programme that's been on, uh, I came home from work at five o'clock and what a load of rubbish this is. And right. I think it's absolutely but, dreadful. But, but, absolutely so, dreadful but, that you should but, have to put such but, rubbish on the uh, radio. But, I've been an avid listener to Southern Counties for a number of years. For God's sake, bring back Dominic. Busby and all the rest of them. Yeah. It's all a load of rubbish. Thank oh. you and good night. I agree. Thank you. you. Goodbye. Now, like Mike it. from Sturt's like Taxis it. in Horsham says A23 southbound, bowl on the interchange. Traffic is stationary in both directions. That's the kind of thing we want. We, but we also want to know, Mike, if you're calling, if you're listening still, who's responsible? What's the name of the person? Yeah, we want names. Actually, while I was out, I meant to report back there is a very bad traffic jam around the car park of Brighton Station. You see? That's Caused the by a bus Local on a yellow box. You need. Julian from Portslade. Hello, Julian. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Good, good. What are you ringing in for? Well, I just ring you in, ring in to say I turned on the radio when I came back from work tonight, and I thought, well, this sounds good. Right. Didn't, know, didn't know who you were, but I thought it was really good. Yeah, real, real, real breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's, this, yeah, it's the sort of um, friendly uh, amateurism. That's approach. right. Yeah, Julian, thank you very much indeed for calling thank in. You. Um, right, see, just some of the feedback we've received here. So, no, look, I, to, to be honest, I know that we've made an awful holics of it, but, and, it? I've made, and I feel bad because my plans for satellite domination of southeast yeah. England yeah. hasn't... They didn't really work as well as I'd hoped they'd work. No, they didn't really work at all. We no, can play one last honest. record, but we're going to be able to play a bit MacArthur Park. Yeah. But, but I can only play... Uh, OK, I can only play a bit of it. Uh, we've got about three minutes to the news. Why do you talk over the introduction? Shh. Return Shh. to normal Shh. after this Shh. and the news. That's what will happen. There's a good bit coming finished. up. We've got nine <laughs> minutes to get out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>